All right, welcome to Three Boys, One Couch. I'm here with Jaden. Yee! I got Calvin over here. Thanks for having me back. Or I guess I'm just here. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. You're always back, I'm, man. I'm all... <laughs> I'll be back You're for a while. back every single episode. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a, a commentary on Dune tonight. Uh, this is kind of a little bit in prep for the uh, Denis Villeneuve version of Dune that's coming out. Yeah. So this is the 1984 version of Dune. Dune. Yeah. And so normally, like, I like to, I think I like to kind of evaluate what's happening on screen and give, like, my, uh, like my opinion on framing and, and things like that. But tonight we're watching Dune, so... I just have a beer with me because <laughs> you don't need it. I need something you don't need to get to me bring that this. perspective into this because ah. there's none of that going on. In yeah, this. No, this movie fucking suck. <laughs> I just don't know. How I, I was like, I was thinking like, God, we really have to watch this again. You suggested this. I know. I hadn't seen it yet. We were we were it's just bad. gonna do we were just gonna do a review on the new Dune coming out, and you're like, we should do a commentary on yeah. the Dune, and I was like, are you sure? <laughs> how bad could it be? Oh my God, buckle up because it's about to be two hours and sixteen minutes of. Unadulterated Shoot yourself night. in the head, yeah. Okay, so we're about to start. Um, shit. Okay. We are starting three, two, one. Okay, well, we're already starting. Okay, we're at, it is. We're at, gone. Yeah, we're at the universal symbol. We're at 10 we're not, seconds. Yeah, 10 seconds in, yeah. All right. Yeah, and this is the Blu-ray. I know this, at the time of recording, this is on HBO as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah HBO Max, to be more specific. Right, right. Okay, so this 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 is weird to me. So this film dedicated to Federico de Loren, uh, Laurentiis. Um, so Dino de Laurentiis presents it. I don't know who this is. Um, there's another de Laurentiis uh, somewhere else mentioned. I honestly feel like this wasn't even like a studio project. It's like, like it's like, like he put it together. <laughs> yeah, like he was just like, here, here's a book. Make this into a movie. Like my my kid wants this as a bedtime story. He wants you to make a a movie. And I thought this. his name was Dino. <laughs> <laughs> I love this opening. I think toss out Star Wars. That's trash compared to this. This yeah. is like one of the most amazingly awkward openings to a film I've ever seen. She's just my, looking right at yeah. you. My jaw dropped instantly. I was like, no. This, you, no. We're not going to start with with this weird background monologue. Like, okay, she fades out this here. This is my favorite part coming up. And I, wait, this it expands consciousness. Perfect. Let's start. Why are you back? Why do you have, <laughs> like, she fade out of the screen and then back in? It gets even better. Like, there, I, there's a, there, it's just such an awkward beginning. Yeah, maybe they thought like she's a star as well. Let's let's visually represent her by fading in and out, which I don't remember that part. Is that folding space? Was that a thing that that happened in the, in the book? Yeah, I'm almost positive that's not the I don't, case. I don't believe. I think so. the guild just this owned all the ships. Part. She comes. <laughs> right, she's like, oh yeah. By the way, it's like just have it be a part of the dialogue. Just have yeah. her deliver one thing. I love that she leaves. She's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if she like actually forgot the line. You just yeah. had the camera. She's like, "Oh, I forgot." And they're like, "Yeah, that's a wrap. That's yeah. a good take. That's all we got for today. We'll fix it in post." I feel like that was their approach this entire film. Yeah, I'm not fucking working on this for real. Yeah, what were you guys thinking? That's how a lot of this film feels because there's a lot of that narration in it, like that inner monologue. Oh yeah, when the first one comes up, I was just like, I I I had a visceral reaction to. Uh, that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, but like the first time it happened, I like had a visceral like, no, that's that's a reason you don't do that. You're like, this is just gonna be a little bit, right? 
like maybe just Paul has the internal like dialogue. Yeah. Every character has it and it's so weird. And it's- I knew it was going to be like, like obviously it was going to be a problem when, when you come to it, when you adapt, like you're reading the book, you knew this was going to be a problem uh, adapting because how do you create inner monologues? It's because you don't create the same dialogue in a film because you have the different, yeah, music composed and performed by Toto. Why? How amazing is that? I mean, There's like. There's definitely no reins here. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite well that's <laughs> why did they have that at the end yeah. now that i think about that that would have been perfect oh my god that would have been did that so movie good come, well the, did that song come out the, now though because this is 1984 i have no idea when that song came out but i would assume before this movie because who knew about toto before that song i don't know that's probably there's true. also uh a toilet brand that makes uh, makes toilets <laughs> named Toto. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and every time I flush it, I'm like, catch the waves out of Africa. <laughs> That's such a weird song that the internet just really latched onto, huh? It's a good song. I know you hate it. It's very okay. Yeah, happy. see, it was re- re- released in 1982. Yeah. Oh yeah, they should have had that song. Oh, by... absolutely. What a the only thing this film could have done right, and they still <laughs> missed it. What is? What does this even mean? So, I don't like want to get too much into the book. I know Calvin and I had finished it, and Jane, you're like had been working yeah, on pretty, it. Yeah, pretty, pretty close to be done. But this is like, and, and again, I I, th- I think you can give an adaptation, and that's fine. But kind of what leads into all this is like these alien creatures that do not appear in the book at all. Like, yeah, the the guild like is is not creatures. At least it's never. Ex- they're just people. Yeah. They just the only thing that that's different about them is like they they themselves are a little bit uh um they've partaken of the spice as well. So they're a little bit different. Like they have some sense of uh whatever Paul deals with it seems like I feel like that's implied, but um not like this. Like they don't yeah. they're not completely different creatures. I do like love the reason this part, like though, this is like a matte painting. I think it's so good. Yeah, that's so awesome. But it, yeah, the the reason the guild exists in the book is because they just have uh uh, a monopoly on all of the ships. Like nobody right. actually owns their ships for interplanetary and inter uh, stellar travel. So They're that's not like why some they exist. Higher being or other species that's like this. This uses like oh, look at the dogs. I, what is with the yeah. whole dogs? This uses like the aliens are kind of the means of the transport, which is weird. Like yeah, I, I think maybe David Lynch thought like this isn't sci-fi enough, even though this is like a one of the most well-known sci-fi epic books ever written. Right. Uh, uh, maybe next to foundation. Yeah, it's like uh, you know what I got to amp it up a little more. Let's put some aliens in it. I, I don't or think it works. What a way to yeah. remove your cape. Yeah, Just, uh, drop it in the middle of the floor. Oh, oh my the, gosh, the Padishah Emperor, man. Why did we cut back to this of them walking off the ship again? There's no. Oh, nec- that's not necessary. Oh. People didn't know how to make movies back then, Calvin. My gosh. Just like in the 80s, everyone forgot how to make movies. Yeah, I I honestly (laughs) think that. I still have not seen, like, I was was holding out hope, like, maybe Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a good movie. Wow. It's not as bad as this, but it's... It's not, it's certainly no, no feat of film. talk to anybody who grew up in the 80s, you're like, we had the best movies. You guys literally have the worst movies to ever be made. Yeah. An entire decade filled with the worst movies ever made. The only films that are any good from that time period were not in uh, America because... I mean, there was Star Wars, so... That's also abjectly horrible. (laughs) I actually don't think of it as being that much better than Dune, (laughs) honestly. Because obviously no one knew how to write scripts at all. 
That's where we got, you know, the most famous line from Star Wars. 1983, I think, or 82. Empire Strikes Back. And where everyone says it wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those uh, mandala effects. Yeah. Or mandala effects. <clears throat> Just like the, the, the one with um, Jesse Pinkman from uh, Breaking Bad. Which one? Everyone thinks he says, yeah, science, bitch. Yeah. And it's not. It's just, yeah, Mr. White. Yeah, science. But it combined into the, yeah. like, yeah, just threw bitch at the end because that's a very Jesse thing to say. Yeah, he would say bitch all the time. Yeah. He really doesn't say bitch after that? He literally doesn't say bitch after that. I fucking hate that now. Yeah. You're, Why would they not do that? Okay, so yeah. So now we're back to this doing thing is what fucking disgusting. Is this? It's like a floating ball sack. Yeah. And it's like breathing something. I just really don't. I don't know why we're even fixated on the fact that it has like a little like uh, uh, scrotal mouth. Yeah. What is that? It literally looks like a gigantic testicle. Yeah. And the small, it's literally a gooch because there are the testicles. Yeah. And there's there's a small anus. It's kind of like puck. So his body is the penis. Yeah. And he's like, so this is an upside down penis and butthole situation. I love looking like those are like those are like <laughs> <That's> a situation. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I do like kind of thinking how is this movie received when it came out? So Roger Ebert has a review and he says it took Dune about nine minutes to completely strip me of my anticipation. This movie is a real mess. <laughs> so I'm like, we're, Where are we're we not just right bashing yeah. 80s movies like this is. I mean, critics of the day, I mean, a contemporary article also doesn't like receive it that well. Yeah, and we're I'm literally like spend the whole time bashing this because I think there's. This movie is interesting enough to sit down and talk about because there is so much weird stuff like this alien and like, what are you doing here? Why is this in it? Uh, there's a lot of, I won't say uh, entertaining, but interesting parts of it. But yeah, it did. is interesting to think of like, this wasn't even like really looked at critically as a great movie when it came out either. Yeah. We're, we're at eight minutes and 52 seconds right now. Yeah. And yeah, so I have nothing short of horrible things to say about this. Yeah. Movie. It's probably, so, I'm probably going to be bashing on it the whole time. I don't know if there's anything interesting to say about like, first of all, why we framed him in the, in the middle of the frame like this? Like, why is he center? Like, it's not, it's not interesting composition. And then we're just like, he's like shrouded in his own like penis breath. Like, <laughs> Well, no, we talked about being... It's magma fucking cloud. It's magma cloud. (laughs) And that's why all of the... That's why all of the other ones are all, like, oily. (laughs) I think... I think Roger Deber is exactly right, though. Like, you are stripped of any anticipation. This alien, like, just spells out. He's like, you need to kill Paul because Paul's going to be a real problem later. And then what happens? They don't kill Paul. Paul's a real problem later. It's like, cool. Now I don't need to watch the movie anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for uh, Three Boys, One Couch. We're wrapping this one up. <laughs> Please. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I do. I, I like a lot of the... I think one thing I can take away, I think some of the... Especially this part has cool costumes. I like that the uh, but the trash bags with yeah. Why are dollars? they vacuuming up like all I of do the goop? So all odd. the small, the leftover smegma. They yeah, they like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all just wearing condoms. <laughs> I mean the uh, the the emperor. I think it's cool. He's in like a military uniform, and then the Benny Gesserit. She's I think she's got a cool headdress on. I think there's some like there's neat costumes in this yeah. at least and, i do and think, I think it's some weird. of the sets are done pretty well i think some of the sets are trash but then i think like this one there's kind of a level of decadence so i don't think they're wearing bald caps i think all these chicks shaved their heads uh, i don't know i think it's it's pretty easy to make a bald cap yeah. look authentic 
Okay, Calvin, I gotta not. We gotta get this out of the way early. Are you gonna say Harkonnen or Harkonnen this whole time? Harkonnen. Ugh, gross. I mean, what? I said it. That's I said how it. I would say it too. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I said it Harkonnen like throughout the whole reading the book, but I know that it was probably not the correct one. But they really stressed the Harkonnen in this, is, yeah, which is irritating because there's there's no other like uh, vocal affect. That, that, that you would consider that to be normal in any of these characters, you know? Like, they don't have an accent where we stress other syllables like that, so why are we being so goofy about it here? Yeah. Uh, I, like, we say Atreides. Like, there is literally no accent in the way we said that, which is wild to me because that's more... I mean, to me, that's that sounds Latin. Like, I, I, would, I would imagine there would, be a, a, there would be more stress on Atreides in a way that... Harkonnen feels normal in to, to English speaking. Did the thing he's using isn't even as advanced as a fucking iPad? That, yeah, and that's we just saw. It's a, like an etch a sketch. For like, <laughs> yeah. like that's seeing this is that internal monologue, dude. This is like a total miscast to me. It's Kyle McLachlan. Yeah, McLachlan. McLachlan. Okay, yeah. uh, he's way too old. And, and I guess I guess he's not even that old. Like when this film uh, came out, I think he was only like twenty two or something. He looks old as shit. Yeah, he, he looks, looks the yeah. same. But like, like Timmy Charlemagne like, still looks like he's like fourteen. Yeah, which exactly. is the point. I think I think yeah. the book Paul Paul is like sixteen or seventeen, isn't he? And again, you don't have to make it exactly like the book, but I think part of kind of the appeal of that story is like this is a kid who then kind of grows up with the Fremen and kind of adopts that culture. If you have like a grown ass man doing it, it's not like as it doesn't like hit the same way, I think. I don't know. I actually find a lot of the look at that guy's eyebrows. Yeah, and we get Patrick Stewart here. Yeah, I which I believe, think I can't I, believe he's in this movie. It's it's it's, it's a wild to me too because Gurney Halleck was described as being horribly ugly. Gurney Halleck. Yeah, that's. I, I yeah. thought it was Gurney Halleck. It's probably we're gonna find out a lot of different pronunciations yeah. and stuff in this. I just, I mean, we if you listen to our Midsummer, okay, this was okay. The the this. The first one, the first, this one, I was like, when Thafir was like, oh, yes, perhaps it could, what the hell? Like, what? there's a difference when you're having someone, like, have, like, an internal, like, monologue by themselves. I don't know. I can't think of that many movies where they, someone's thoughts were projected onto their image within, like, a dialogue sequence. Yeah. It, it's not a thing for film because you don't need it. No, it's weird as hell. I love what what he says about moods for cattle and love. But like, it's so funny. And I love how is, he also walked in with his instrument, like just so everybody knows, I'm Gurney. Like, and that's all. Yeah, I think that's clearly for anyone who's a fan of the book. That way, you just get that one little bit. Apparently, in the new movie, uh, he's supposed to be more a part of the character. He's actually going to play and sing. So that would be great. Like that that's actually like, a part of the character. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like. It builds like. Also, why did they even decide to? This is put the dumbest like, looking shit I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's like it is so goofy. It looks like a Roblox or something. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Or like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Robots. Like that's yeah. what's going on on screen. And it's like, why would you choose to do this at all? Ever? Let's use an effect that distorts the image so much that you can't even tell what's going on. Yeah, it's so odd to me. Like, uh, and again, I, then you guys really don't even have to act if you don't wanna. That's what I dude, I honestly think this whole movie is like a, a an exercise and a director trying to get his actors to do as little as possible. Because yeah. I really think uh, when you move further on, there's a lot more internal dialogue and like that kind of internal narration. Yeah. And I think it was just like, 
just say just say the line. It doesn't matter. We'll have you come in and we'll have you do the internal part, and then you can actually like that. That way, the uh, the audience will know what you mean and how you feel. Yeah. You don't actually have to emote or do anything. Yeah, because we'll just fix it with a voiceover later. I think this this movie is a, a ex, excellent example of like Patrick Stewart's minimalist the acting. Same. Yeah, it's like forty what, years ago. Like, not even like minimalist acting. It's like because there's a way to be minimalist and say a lot. They're just like okay, we just look like you're thinking a thought something like this line well, yeah. why didn't i just say that line like barely no, that's, that that's like, stupid it's, no, it's barely even it's, it's, why it's don't like, i just say the line that's dumb you're an idiot yeah exactly this is a thought you don't <laughs> you don't say thoughts yeah it's there's so much of this i'm just like why just have your actors act no one acts in this except for patrick stewart i'll never knock him and this i don't I understand I'll knock him why... for being in this movie don't do it <laughs> but yeah i don't understand why need we need to describe all of the backstory of the things like in general you know like we don't you don't need to know the ecology of the entire planet they're so sweaty you know this speak i think it's meant to like ua's meant to look sweaty because he's nervous because he's about to well him and patrick stewart i thought it was because they they just fought yeah at least him oh yeah and same with uh yeah they are dripping but yeah, no, I, I totally That's agree. That's also it's not like, some... Everything is just told to you. Like, and this movie is exposition on top of exposition. And it's unnecessary because it's not something we ever revisit, really. Like, it's not it's not something you need to know. Like, yeah. that's the whole point of why there's uh, an appendix in the back of the book. Is right. like, If you want to know more about the Fremen uh, uh, religion, here's that. Here's a map if you want it. It's not necessary. It's just this is the world that I've built, and he and David Lynch clearly doesn't understand how to use his cameras here. <laughs> how well, how terrible! It's just a terrible thing. <laughs> it's so goofy. Oh, and then this the the weirding the, the weirding the weirding way. Apparently, David Lynch didn't think that the weirding way would be something that would translate, translate? well the film. Okay. So he's like, "Why don't we just make them?" This goofy sound things. And I can't wait to get to the part where they're writing, writing the worms at the end because, oh my A, God. does that go on for far too long? But it's just so stupid. It's so goofy. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like the, the the weirding weapon thing they have. I was like, this is silly. Yeah. Oh, so that's also another penis. Entering. Yeah. yeah. Entering the scene. It's a cat yeah. penis with those barbs. Yeah. Oh my God, isn't that wild how they work? Oh my goodness. Why do we need to show those? <laughs> yeah, why? Why is he wearing like a he changed a straight, so fast? He's wearing like yeah. a straight jacket that isn't buckled in. Is what it looks like. <laughs> do you think someone's just in the back, just humming right now? Mm. Yeah, it's all it's all dubbed over. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember that scene in Star Wars where Luke is uh, using his lightsaber against the robot? Let's do that. But let's make it way, way worse. less cool. Yeah, because yeah, we're just going to have like, Look how unimpressed like, the guy with the eyebrows is. He's like, yeah, this scene blows. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, shot up the little the little thing. Oh, do what a is this? Well, and I'm not... I think you bring up that scene, Jaden. and I, it's supposed to be a joke, but like the other thing is like, Luke is so much more interesting. Like You've got yeah. a lot more background on him. Like He's had this tragedy happen to him, and now he's 
gonna he's going to space and he's trying to find himself yeah. so this is like a part of his journey building up to him become a jedi this is just like we got a bunch of internal like dialogue and we got everything just kind of told to us like right up front yeah, it's yeah. just so a history I don't, lesson i don't care that he's yeah. fighting a drone in the book it's really interesting it, it is, is like it's a, cool in the book it's like a, it's like uh uh gurney's like really trying to like take it to him because he really wants paul to be ready for for uh, arrakis yeah. And like all the danger, it's going to be there in this scene. It's just like, it's just a goofy drone scene. And they're like, <laughs> every, let's like, let's get everybody in on this scene. Let's have everybody walk in a straight line into the room, which is so weird. Um, just so we can introduce all of our characters. Um, ah, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm then, so glad that Duncan Idaho is not going to be portrayed by that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks like an accountant. That's who Jason Momoa was playing. Yeah, that's right? yeah, yeah. Like, I, I he imagine should be him kind like, of a badass warrior. Yeah, and I, well, think, I kind like, of imagine him just like being kind of like a dirty, like uh, like gorilla type fighter. Yeah, because he gets to Arrakis first, which and, like Jason Momoa has played before. Yeah. So and so yeah. he like lives with the that's Fremen sweet for a girl. while. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was about to say like he knows what he's doing from Sweet Girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the the Duncan is this value brand Willem Dafoe right here? What is this? Holy hell! That's such a good way to describe it. Oh my god. Who's is that? <laughs> what? That's Leto. Yeah, what is uh what is that? What is that actor's name? <laughs> Jurgen Proschow. Prosh now? I can I can not find that. This thing is so strange sometimes how they list the... I did say that I like the costumes. I would have... These are too much like what the Emperor's wearing. I would have liked... I think one thing that's going to pop up in the new movie is every house kind of has their own look. Yeah. And I wish they kind of would have gone further with that in this because they look really similar. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very excited. Like I think the costumes themselves are already just a step above um, what we see here. Cause it just feels like, I mean, what, so sweaty. sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's sweaty. I mean, the budget for this movie was forty to forty-two million. Apparently, it only made thirty-five-ish million. That's what I'm saying. We're ripping '80s movies. I feel like we have a couple other '80s podcast w- yeah. movies coming out, and we're like, yeah, they're kind of a little goofy, a little campy, but there's like some charm to some of them. This one kind of doesn't have that. It's no, kind it of just fucking stinks. It's either goofy or it's boring. <laughs> like yeah, it, it fluctuates between. Uh, sometimes sometimes it's at the same time. Like it's goofy and boring. Here we have Sting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sting is. Why in this was movie? he just there? <laughs> yeah, and I love like he's the second moon, and he's just like narrating his dreams. Like this is not the language of film. Like you show montages like this, we understand what's going on on the screen and we will see all of these things later. We don't need him to be like, Oh, a second moon. Well, like, dude, I want a hoodie with a hood like that. That thing is bitching. Cool. Right. Isn't that dope? Yeah. I think we've watched movies that set up, stuff that makes it intriguing later like, okay i also hate this no man has ever been tested with the box which is this own the film uh this film itself um contradicts itself no, men have been tested because they need to find the quasets heteract yeah well and yeah. they literally say that later in this film so it's not even canon to this film yeah. version of Dune. what she should have said is every man who's been tested has died not yes no man has been tested yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah exactly just wanted to point that out. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, David Lynch really t- took a day off on this one. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, yeah. 
really, everyone really showed up at the box office too. Yeah, so, and... Okay, so this is like necessary exposition. I understand what's going on here. Her hair is dope. Yeah, her hair is dope. That's what I'm saying. There's enough interesting visual elements to this film, and I think the way the score is used is fascinating. It's so odd at certain points. This is terrible. But but yeah, but then you get Yeah, part. why is he muttering his <laughs> Argus, Desert, Desert Moving Planet. Moving? What? Why? <sighs> yeah, you definitely look like you were just sleeping. Yeah. I mean, he's sweaty enough to have been. Yeah, why is everybody so sweaty? All Which is the weird because they're not even to Arrakis yet. They're on like a lush planet. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're just humid. They make a point to be like, talk about how much water there is there and then how little water Arrakis has yeah. and how big of a change it is for him, you know? I also don't understand why they're literally talking right in front of him. Like, like, oh, there's no chance he could possibly be awake right now. Yeah, or we could possibly wake it's him It's like up. the parents and the witch. It's yeah. like, oh, you can't hear us because I asked if you were awake. Yeah, and they you don't didn't respond. respond yeah. So. yeah, exactly. Look, he's even got his eye open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And for like, she's staring <laughs> right at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's still just staring. Like, you guys are making eye contact right now. Yeah. And I mean, like, this is supposed to be like the whoever I can't remember the uh, uh, what's her name the Reverend the Reverend Mother Reverend or whatever Mother, yeah, yeah. She, I know she has a name or whatever but like she's supposed to be like a really intelligent being like what is she doing like giving deep like uh, secrets of the universe to uh, a boy that's a problem to the secrets of the universe I I that's uh, Sylvana yeah. Mangano Man- Mangano. So, Sylvana Mangano. Why is he repeating everything we just heard? That's the thi- well, another thing I have a problem with this film. Is like, how many times do we need to hear the same thing we just heard five seconds ago repeated as if it didn't mean anything before? Yeah, like he already had the uh, Paul already had the scene where he's and studying really Arrakis about and talking about the, the yeah. he's talking about desert planet and all that, and then he's doing it again in his sleep. It's like we know. Yeah, we just Honestly, saw it. They could have cut out like forty-five minutes from this movie if they just didn't repeat lines. They could have cut out like two hours and sixteen minutes of this movie. <laughs> oh my god! I love it so. when you make that joke. Yeah. It's funny every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anytime it's a bad movie, yeah. cut the whole thing. Don't yeah. even make it. It's like, oh, I bought the uh, the critics cut of Dune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just ends after the Paramount. Like, yeah, it's intro. like, thank you for your money. Yeah. <laughs> we will take this donation and try to make a better movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what just whisper? Again, like, and another hallmark of bad movies is they're so they're so concerned with throwing all of this stuff together. Oh yeah, the voice. Why did they? Yeah, decide to, what like, is going on? <sighs> She's using the voice. Oh no, N- no. What? It just I don't understand. Like, yeah, why? why like, the, every the, the, this whole movie is just them thinking. Just don't even talk at all. Just yeah. everyone just stand there. It'd probably be better. Absolutely, like. <laughs> it's like it's like the the concept of people having body language is completely lost dude look at he the, just looks like a fucking board walking that's, around that's like yeah. there's no acting in this movie no one acts do you see this the box. put your right hand in the box 
What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> it's my dick in a box. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Seven. Oh. Have you seen yeah, yeah. Seven? No. Yeah. With Brad Pitt? Yeah, with Brad Pitt. And he's like, what's in the box? What's in the box? Have you not seen that? Morgan Freeman and uh, Kevin Spacey? Nope. He's like, he's like the murderer who has like a, he set up all like the seven deadly sins. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, okay, that's a good movie. Spoiler, uh, it, it was his uh, wife's Kevin head Kevin Spacey's in the box. a terrible person? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, and everyone knew it was, that was what was in the box. It was just Dude, like. So like, I watched Baby Driver for the first time right after learning about Kevin Spacey. And uh, I was like, oh, he's just so creepy in this now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really like. Stop yeah. talking to Ansel Edgar like that. Stop <laughs> it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish they made the Gonja bar look cooler. It's just like, it looks like a thimble like a little needle on it yeah. like i think it's they could do something cooler than that yeah i don't think that the new one looks much different it's it like a needle yeah yeah which is what it's supposed to look like but this looks very cheap yeah 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 it burns <laughs> i also don't remember that phrase being like so often repeated fear is he the says it a killer. couple times in the book yeah, yeah but like not in like such a melodramatic it was never at times like this it was always like talking about like the ben jesserit way in general not necessarily like a mantra for whenever he's in trouble you know yeah i think it's used more as like a maybe a reflective tool like to to make sure like he he, he is a character is like going to push himself to get through a situation not necessarily like i need to repeat this mantra to not feel pain. <laughs> she just had an orgasm. The pain. That's what that's what her face looks yeah, like. Yeah, it did. Leads her head. Yeah, back. vinegar strokes for sure, dude. <laughs> vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. You know that uh, that emoji where the dude's like eyebrows are all weird and he like, kind of looks like he's drunk almost. There's yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. well, every time I use that, I use it as vinegar strokes. <laughs> that's <face. funny>. Yeah. <laughs> Watching this movie just makes me really excited to see how Denis Villeneuve's version is going to look. Because, I, I mean, I, I know it's going to be better, uh, but I'm just... It's hard to be worse. I'm just interested to be like, what's another take on this going to be? Because this cannot be the definitive Dune film anymore. No, it can't. It's, it's had dominion over that for far too long. Well, I don't think so. Because I think I, there's another version, what, like Jodorowsky's, uh, or Jodorowsky's uh, Dune. I know that, there was one that was going to come out and it got canceled. Mm, I thought it did come out, though. I might be talking about a different one. I just know that there was a canceled version. And it might have been like a smaller, like it might have been like a mini series. I don't remember. But I know that most people think of that as being a, a better version. I know that there is a series coming out on HBO Max, I think. Yeah. Children of Dune or something like that. Or maybe Children of Dune is the movie I'm thinking of. I don't know. I know there's supposed well, to be Children more, of Dune, more stuff I think coming out. Like, it's like the third book or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, we're not, we're clearly not experts on the world I'm not a big Dune. buff on it i'd read the book and i liked it yeah. yeah uh that's about it you know yeah i mean they tried and died dying failing it's just i mean that was that they, they literally said that like if you pulled your hand out that would you would fail you would uh, die. she has to like you have to have the inner monologue of, my son lives like, Why? yeah like you couldn't read that on her face or just assume like she's a yeah. mother and like She's happy that her son's not dead. Yeah. That's Even, a crazy thing. Make sure the audience fucking knows. Right. Like I genuinely think like David Lynch was like, no, 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 no. Too much emotion. Yeah. We're doing that afterward. Yeah. We're just going to say it later. We're just going to do that in post. Like, I, You know what I almost wonder too, though, is if like maybe they did shoot all of this without 
uh, dialogue or like the the inner monologues, and then the the De Laurentiis, uh, you know, whatever the production company, like ah, just not enough inner yeah. monologue. <laughs> like, where's like, I actually like this come up. It, it's just a creepy imagery, you know, like it, it, like the mouth, you know, the exhaust coming out. I actually like this is one of the scenes I look at. I'm like, this is actually like interesting to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's like a Danny Stream in Midsummer. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It is kind of like this. <laughs> it's just weird. Like, I don't know why anyone would design a structure to look like a, a double chin. Look at this guy. Man, why does why do all of the mentads have eyebrows like that? Yeah. Like, why is that a thing? You know, I don't remember a, that in the book. You know, that's okay, a... so this is like... That's Grima Wormtongue. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's Isn't exactly. that crazy? Yeah. They have the guy who plays uh, Peter uh, DeVries. DeVries? However they say it here. I thought it was Peter DeVries. Which I just think is wrong. Like P-I-T-E-R is not Peter. All my pronunciation comes from listening to the audiobook. So however that guy chose to read it is how I will always hear it. So, yeah. yeah. So when you say it, I'm like, Calvin's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, and even with this movie, when they say Harkonnen, I'm like, that's not it. It's Harkonnen. <laughs> I don't think they've said it in any of the trailers for the new one either. So I wonder, I wonder if they've said Harkonnen or Harkonnen. I don't know. I haven't noticed. I don't like a lot of the trailers though. They don't feel like, um, like they have a lot of weird dialogue in them. They don't feel like Denis movies, like lines Denis would have in his movies other than Arrival because that was really not a... This is like a huge, huge studio movie. And so that probably they have a bit to say in terms of like how it's put out and Gross. how it's marketed. So, ooh, they're so creepy. See, this is what I'm saying. There, there's some creepy the 80s stuff this? in this. Like, What's the point of this? I don't know, Calvin. Because well, then they, I, he's like taking oh, the, he's youth, got the youthful bad herpes. blood and stuff. This is just so like, this just straight up feels like a scene out of Willy Wonka. What the fuck? Hey, speaking of Willy Wonka and Dune, you know, Timmy Charmé. Yeah. going to be playing uh, young Wonka or whatever. Oh, that's, really? Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. I think I don't really care for like reboots and like I want original material, but like I think that's a nice casting. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they're going to pick anybody, you know, because they wanted him to be Spider-Man too, but then they cast Tom Holland instead because mm. he said, I don't want to do that. Interesting. Yeah. So this is he's Kenneth McMillan playing the Baron, and he's just so over the top in this. It's like wild. Like, <sighs> why is he I, I wearing guess, a cup on the outside of his pants? And yeah, obviously that dude has a smaller dick than him because his <laughs> cup is way smaller. Because yeah. it's sci-fi, man. What are they looking at? I too? don't like, know. Why I, are they like, looking like that? I can't figure out. Well, I mean, like, like Sting's looking one way. Uh, Raban is is looking another way, and. Neither of them are at the camera, or it seems that the the Baron. That guy looks like the guy on the left looks like a. Oh man, this is gonna sound bad. Why I can't remember him? Uh, <laughs> That's the guy the from dude. like Groundhog Day. Oh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Why okay. can't I remember? He looked yeah. like a redheaded Bill Murray. <laughs> so that is actually where. What is his name? Um, so he's actually the dude from Eraserhead. He's also in uh, oh. Twin Peaks as Pete Mortel. Oh. Um, a bit of Twin Peaks alumni in this, I guess. Uh, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there are a lot. Yeah. This is disgusting. Oh, Jack Nance. Jack Nance as uh, is is his name. The one, the one that you were referring to. Bill Murray just became part of the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 cast as well. Oh, look at that. Why? 
I, I kind of hate how they play up how like you now you know they're bad guys because how gross they are. Yeah. There's like no, there's zero nuance to this movie at all. Yeah. Like, it, it, they're stop. We know they're bad because they're gross, and that's like it. Like, it, you could make these characters interesting by they're gonna. There's gonna be a huge uh, like exposition dump in this scene explaining why the Harkonnens are coming after the Atreides, and it's gonna explain their. That whole guy's plan. literally wearing trash bags. But the but yeah. the whole plan is like based around these guys like being gross. So we already know they're bad. We don't learn anything in this scene. It, it's. It's so boring. And this dude's got some blue teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Regular old blue tooth. <laughs> and face. Gross. <laughs> His eyebrows at the end when he said that. I just... I have so little good to say about it, about any of this uh this dialogue so if you had like shot. if you had like gross ass herpes on your face like that like wouldn't he have beard underneath of it so much it's like how are you gonna shave your face if it's like yeah. that right this oh. is so silly this is so goofy this is not what the point of the suspenses were in the book he was so morbidly fat it was just to keep him like so he could walk yeah he, he wasn't, wasn't like Rocket Man. You know, there there is a scene later at, at towards the end. I'll point it out. We, Jane said Willy Wonka. It's such a Willy Wonka scene. It reminded yeah. me so much of like uh, who, the girl who turns into a blueberry gets yeah. fat, and then like when they get sucked up like into the fan and they're floating around. There's a scene with the the Baron later on, and he's like that. And speaking of Willy Wonka, he's so getting Willy drenched Wonka in the chocolate waterfall right now. Yeah, <laughs> this whole movie is just a Willy Wonka remake. When did when did the first? I think it was, uh, it's definitely before this. Yeah, I think I so. want to say it was 70s, right? Oh, that guy just had a thing in his chest. Yeah, apparently that's like, they just, that's something they feel like they added. I don't remember that in the book, but apparently they all have like little heart valves and he can just pull that out and kill them whenever he wants. Yeah, so this scene is also the... kind of rapey. Oh, very rapey. Yeah. Oh, him because in the like, book, he's like, absolutely. He's yeah. like, bring a young boy to my quarters. And he's like, oh, this boy looks like Apollo Trades. Like, he's very, very creepy. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know. The scene was just. I think it, weird. I think they were like, we can't actually have him rape someone. So we'll just have him be creepy. Murdered yeah. guy. He's like, yeah. cover me with his blood and his youth and everything. So. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, smegma as a motif is such a strange <laughs> choice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So that Willy Wonka came out in '71, uh, so yeah. you can clearly see the inspiration in this film. Yeah, I feel like though that might have been the wrong tone. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. <laughs> That's actually an interesting movie to talk about. How really scary that movie is. I it terrified it me terrifying. as a child. People talk about it as like, oh, what a fun kids movie. That movie is horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Go through that fucking tunnel scene. Oh my dude. god. Yeah, the so tunnel awful. scene. Yeah. There's a bunch of theories about that. It's like essentially just a a, a psychopath is just yeah. trying to kill children. It's <laughs> <Like, Yeah>. <laughs> another matte painting. Again, it, it, the stuff I like about this few and far between, but these are some good sets. I like a lot of this stuff. I love like for the era. I think like, it works. Yeah, I love that little green tube that just came down. It's supposed to look like it's mechanized, but you can totally tell like it's like just lower down. Some <laughs> guy yeah, it's just like, like smooth. No, smoother, smoother. So, so I've seen yeah. how many cuts they did of that. And the guy's like, I'm just fucking trying so yeah, hard. Exactly. Can we get like an actual like motor for this? <laughs> some best boy up there yeah, trying to yeah. slowly lower it down. <laughs> just another painting too. It, it, this, this is cool. 
Yeah, this is, I mean, strange. I don't know why. I guess the reason I like it is that the guild is like the only way you get around anywhere. Right. So, so you would have a huge exodus of ships. And I love this part too, like kind of the, the decadence of this like doorway to enter it. It's not just like a ship. It's not just like a, a shipping container you're getting into. There's like some level of like reverence for the guild and what they do. And how much they control things. So I kind of like the look of it. Yeah, I, I wish I it wasn't like just a cylinder. But I love that doorway. I think that's a really neat idea to be like, it's not just a mechanical thing. There's some level of like architecture that went into it, like interesting architecture. Yeah, I guess that's one thing we always think about. We think about like uh, space being like pure, like constructivism, like just completely prag- pragmatic. Like there's nothing about like uh, about architecture or design for, for fun in art. Or you our have idea like, of space yeah. or you have like cool fast ships like the all the naboo like metallic ships or like the, the chrome ships that are like they look like they're just fast in space and stuff yeah. like that it's like you kind of have that idea of it yeah well no like what i mean is like the like the like the opposite like we think of like uh who who wouldn't who would put a golden door on a ship in right, space right. and it's just because like we're just not to that point like developed wise like well obviously anyone with like ten thousand or 20,000 years ago, look at like a modern church and be like, who would do that? Like if they like had a representation of that, like in their time right, like, period, like who would ever make a building oh, like ridiculous shit. like Out that? His, mouth. <laughs> his butthole yeah. mouth just pooped. Yeah. Like the, I guess the idea of like how the first kind of gatherings and people experienced religion. And then you look at like cathedrals now and yeah, they um, would think like, that's ridiculous that yeah. no, no one would just build like, put gold on the side of a building yeah. just because and yeah here we are i like that i'm just saying like that kind of level of kind of opulence i think it looks cool i wish it wasn't on like a cylinder i wish it was the whole thing i think it would look cool if it was like a lot more like detail and like kind of fine this part is fucking it. weird yeah again this is like this makes no sense to me i i think this is just like we need to have more sci-fi oh, he's getting possessed by the demon from hereditary right now oh my god yeah the blue <laughs> light, <laughs> the blue light. <laughs> yeah why does he 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 literally looks like a little sperm swimming through yeah. space and like this goes on for too long it goes it's, on for way the too fact long. that it happened it was i would have rather just just slapped it on like hey it's magic cool totally totally better than your little flying penis monster i love it just appears <laughs> nothing nothing to it it's so still <laughs> yeah I love how it's absolutely not rotating <laughs> not doing anything I, I certainly understand the limitations of the time yeah and and it's fine to me and, and honestly i like the the matte paintings like anytime i see that in movies when they're used well and they're not like uh too distracting but you can tell it's still there mm-hmm. i i really think that that's like a that's a cool part of like this era of filmmaking and uh yeah. i i like it i like that part of this era I what I wish though is like it was just a matte painting and all we did was zoom in or out like to have the background image of the planet moving as well really contrasts with the ship not moving and yeah. it feels very unreal like yeah. just make the whole thing a painting yeah. And yeah that's that's totally fine with me like you you're not you're not making it goofy now yeah I'm not defending that shot I just think that. That style in general. Oh no! I, I yeah, find I it, know. Like, I find it endearing for the time, for yeah, sure. I I understand that you're not defending it. Like I'm pointing out, like there is there is a way to make to to do exactly what you're limited uh, with in terms of uh, uh, technology to have made it significantly better. Just the way you treat uh, how images are moving relative to each other is uh, either adds melodrama or it makes things cheesy 
or you've created something that makes a statement without yeah. Without having to be. Oh, boy. Why do those rocks not match at all? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Princess Erlon having kind of her little, like, insertions into this, like her own dialogue? So that's a big part in the book. Yeah. It'd be like between chapters, you'd have, like, uh, stories uh, yeah. kind of being told, little inserts uh, from the Princess Erlon. So do you think that works in this movie? Do you think you need it at all? Because I don't. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah, no. Again, like, that's not the point of this movie the the whole thing like was um frank herbert like saw a whole world and a whole story beyond just this this novel so to set all of that up now knowing that you're not going to make another movie wh- why yeah. you know maybe they thought that they were going to make a dune 2 um i don't know why they thought that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's always interesting to see how a film gets adapted from a book because it's like, what parts are you going to choose to adapt? Because there's clearly things in a book that you need to have just a lot of exposition in books, especially what Franklin Herbert did. Like, there's this is like an expansive story. You need to have a lot of like exposition. Yeah. I don't think you really even need to. You just need to pick the parts that are important to your story. And when it when we talk about like uh, how the like the ecology of the planet. We don't need to talk about any of yeah, that yeah. because we can see, see it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, it's, yeah, like there's the body language is, and all yeah. that stuff in the film. Like you don't need all of the, all, yeah, all the exposition. Yeah, but there's some the stuff. Book. He's like, okay, I'm gonna. It's some stuff that he chooses to do, like having the aliens be like the transport for the guild, which is not in the book, and so he chose to add that in. But then he also takes like some literal interpretations of the book. He's like, this is just actual dialogue from the book explaining literally what I'm already seeing. It's like yeah. it's totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's it's always interesting to me like how you do that like Zack Snyder gets kind of talked about a lot for um, uh, Watchmen how that's yeah. like almost frame for frame like the graphic novel yeah and I think if you really like the graphic novel like at least the visual parts of it you probably like the visual parts of oh. Watchmen the film people who like the graphic novel hate that movie that's what I'm saying yeah. if you visually like yeah you might if you visually like the graphic oh. novel you might visually like that film finally the only good character in this and 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 actor in this entire film Max von Sydow. I everyone else is terrible. He, I think he's the only one that actually plays like a well-rounded character that's interesting. It's not over dramatic. He has like a couple mo- monologues, but he's the only one that I find engaging at all. And yeah, obviously it's um Liet Kynes. Yeah, Kynes is going to be played by a woman in the new film and people are all up in arms in that. Could not Doesn't care matter. less. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't, it's not like, it's like, you know, that's not in the book, blah, blah, blah. I don't necessarily care about that, but it's like. He's not like a huge character, so like. He's dangerous. really important. Well, I mean, like, I, maybe in like in terms of like screen time. Overall, and, and I, guess I think like it's the, overall the to the world building, though. Yeah. The character is not built on like a male archetype. You know, it's built on like a scientist, like a doctor. So changing it to a woman, I don't think is a big deal. That's more yeah, what I mean. Yeah, because then, like, well, the thing is, it's like, well, I don't remember. Uh, what's her, what's her name? Um. His uh his wife uh the character the one that's gonna be played by Zendaya. Paula Trade's Chani. wife. Chani. Oh okay, I thought you were talking about Leah Kine's yeah. wife. I was like, I no, Chani. That. Like, okay, that's yeah. that's her dad, so that's yeah. important. Um, so I guess I don't remember her mom being in the book. I'm just saying, yeah. no, no, she's not. So I probably it probably has the same level of, um, you know, impact. I don't know why you why you make it a woman. 
Because you need more women leads in your movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I there guess, are plenty of women leads though in this film. Yeah. I mean, maybe not enough because you have too many characters in general yeah. really for a movie. But so, like, my issue is it being dudes. like woke Hollywood changed another male character. It's like it's not like Paul got changed to him. I mean, it's he's like a side character. It's not to me. It's not a big deal if Kynes is portrayed as a woman Dude, or a man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like that might just be like, oh, you, this just fits. Yeah, and if that's the case, that's. You know that's that's a that's a choice that someone that can make because that I don't think it it doesn't affect um, your adaptation. You yeah, know? it's for marketing, man. They need just they need more women to watch movies. They're like, well, well, we'll put more women characters in it. Which is funny because I literally never heard about it, and we've been talking about Dune for months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like that that part where he talks to Paul. Kinds talking to Paul about how he he already had his suit kind of outfitted how the Fremen already do it yeah. how it just was like intuitive to him that's actually like a legitimate scene yeah. it's like a real yeah. scene where people acted and they yeah. and, and they portrayed a character in this film yeah and there was like a little <laughs> a good bit of, of 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 acting like that I was believable and then they just slapped on the uh, inner monologue uh, for no reason everything was said by the fact that he was bewildered that he put it on correctly yeah you know is Kynes like, played by the same dude from Star Wars Episode Seven, who Kylo Ren kills at the very beginning, is that the same actor? Max Max von Sydow. I don't think he was in. He does okay. look. He looks just like him. He's like just like him. He's like you owed to the darkness. Yeah, but he also looks like he's the same age. Uh, it's tough to tell. Yeah, Calvin will find out. Max von Sydow uh, died last year. So yeah, he could have been in. He could have been in Episode Seven. Um, doesn't. Is that? Is that The Force Awakens? Yeah. Is that episode seven? Yeah, Lore Sonteca. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad yeah. I recognized him. Yeah. Look at that. He's in the movie for four minutes. Like, it's not a big deal. He yeah. gives, like, the plans to Poe. Yeah. Poe Dameron flies away uh, or yeah. tries to fly away. He's also, that also the, is, like, one of the coolest scenes in that movie is when Kylo stops that blaster bolt. Oh, so sick. Yeah. That part's like, awesome. One cool part of the whole movie. There's a, that, the whole that movie trilogy. is a v- visually, like stunning to me but i do love where they decided to take uh the effects for lightsabers that was really so i was a big fan of the millennium falcon scene there i, was, I just love okay. that yeah i, I just thought i was like, I was like oh this movie. looks way better than it used to as far as the spaceship goes yeah that's yeah, true okay yeah. again i think there's charm of like the old way it used to look and i'm not yeah. saying you can't really repeat that now because people would be like that looks janky as hell mm-hmm but I, I can watch the old movies and be like, oh, that looks great. That it does look, great. I'm not saying it doesn't look great. I just, I just think it looks cleaner and stuff. And like, oh, we get to finally see the updated version of the spaceship that is so popular. And I do yeah, love Calvin, how like, oh, huh? sorry, Calvin, you're so right. He's the only like real actor in this whole thing. The, everything between Kynes and Paul is like actually feels like it's actually happening in a movie. Yeah, but it's only like because of. Max von Sydow because yeah. everything that Kyle MacLachlan is doing is still like so goofy. I mean, Max von Sydow is uh, uh, an amazing actor, what but a he's weird uh, way to do an X-ray. This is actually kind of neat. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. It's weird. Yeah, I it's don't like, know. Why won't the whole thing just be one? Yeah. Yeah, we're That's, ten thousand years in the future, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really a mirror, like yeah. X-ray. Like we can't even like look at just like the, over the body. I mean, um, it's easy to knock stuff in this, but like visually, that's kind of that's kind of a neat little neat, thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah. Max von Sydow is um, uh, Swedish. I guess he's. I guess he's uh, Swedish French. Um, you love your Swedes, man. I mean, yeah. Well, I was, yeah. Because like, I, I I, you, you're a big fan of Numi Rapace. Yeah, Numi Rapace. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, she's great. Oh my god, she's so good. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, all of the Skarsgårds. Um, but yeah, Max von Sydow is like... Yeah, we got of, a Skarsgård in the in the new Dune. Yes. I mistakenly said the older one at one point. You it's, did? Yeah. After I like re-listened the episode, I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I can't remember. No one listens. That? No one's going to call yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that like the Green Knight anyways? I think so. Yeah, if it was, just if you're listening... If you've decided to listen to this, maybe you might enjoy our great, our Green Knight episode. That's one of the ones that I've listened to that I was like, "Wow, I I hate this. Yeah. I hate I hate that we made this." We can do an abridged version of that. That's like two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, it's, I think that shows really how much we love that movie, though, and yeah. how we love that movie so much that we're willing to talk about it instead of Dune, which is on. In front oh, this of is us. David Lynch right here. Is it really? Yeah, that's David Lynch, uh, the one that the the spotter uh, oh, okay. in the in the worm crawler. He's a very interesting little like mousy voice. Yeah. Uh, this part in the book really kind of uh, endears like Leto to the Fremen and like kind of the just the population of Arrakis in general. Mm-hmm. And they kind of they kind of like skip through it too quickly like because they talk about him being the spotter and they're like oh you get the reward and he's like oh i won't take the reward like distribute it back to the people or whatever it's just like and like that part of the book is like really kind of epic how it's very tense and like how they're going to pick up everyone and they're trying to figure out how to distribute the weight and like some of the ships might not be able to take everyone and they're talking about like you know how are they going to get everyone saved and it really the book kind of takes its time to endear leto and so later yeah. on, what happens to him like actually matters. And I get it; it's a movie. You can't take your time with a lot of these scenes. But like, I feel like they take a lot of time with like internal. Like you said, you cut forty five minutes out of this movie, you're probably gonna yeah. get the same movie. And it, you could put some of that, invest some of that time into caring about someone besides Paul. You know? Yeah. And well, well, it's not even like so much Paul here that we're just we're trying to world build things that we don't need to know yet. Like, is there a relationship between the uh, uh, the worms and the spice? Like, we just don't need to know that. Like, it's it's something that you find out kind of later uh, in the book anyways. Like, so we don't even need to set the set the scene for it here because we know we're going to, um, you know, we know we're going to ha- uh, deal with that in the in the later bit of the film. Like, there's not it's not a payoff in that case. I'm fine with like planting the seed, I guess. Yeah, but, but like we spent way too much yeah. time here. Like, where the focus, like, like you want, uh, like we you want to un- build uh, Leto as a as a character here, and they're more concerned with. I mean, is 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 screaming just comes out of nowhere? Is kind of the problem. Like, run, run. Like that's not endearing. Yeah. It's just goofy. It's like your first glimpse of the worms. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, other than the fact that, okay, the explosion, I forgot about that. Who cares about that? Um, but like how the worm like dove into the sand earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give me a break. This yeah. is so goofy. Like, well, especially like that, the like, scale it's at. Like they wouldn't move like that. Like no. Jumping around like through this. Like that's, I like the idea of it being kind of the slow moving I mean, you know, kind of this inevitability that's going to catch you rather than like this quick darting thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that that part is goofy. Yeah. And then we just have like Max von Sydow like just sitting there. So I don't know if you notice it. Character, but, hmm. Like everything feels like really kind of like red shifted in this. Like 
all the all the imagery of like the dunes and everything i don't know why you need to filter any of that like i i guess i guess the idea is make it feel more sci-fi make it feel less like earth but it's like it, it, to me it's almost like distracting it's like uh, oversaturating some things and and taking like blues out of a shot it, it feels i don't know it never yeah. stuff like that usually doesn't work for me i mean it i think it it can there's a lot of stuff that you don't notice when it's happening um, I don't really see the purpose of it here maybe, but I think like when you do see like the original image before color shift, you'd be like, okay, I can kind of see why you do those, those types of things. Um, um, but this is, yeah, this is goofy. Like, I don't know why everyone's in, in military fatigues. He's what got so many that? things on his shirt. Yeah. Is that stethoscope? Yeah. It's a stethoscope. He's a doctor. <laughs> okay. Oh, cause yeah, that's, look the, at, that's look- the doctor. Yeah. But look at how, like, the stethoscope is, like, attached to his shoulder yeah. pad. I like, again, I think this is an example of a set I kind of like. I like all the tile in the background. There's some, like, unique-looking sets in this. Yeah, it's amazing where the budget went, you know? Well, and I also like to think, too, it's like, this. so this is a planet where water is really valuable, so people who probably are wealthy, you know, you would have a lot of blues and, like, teals and stuff in your home to be, like, this represents people who like can afford water and things like that. I, I, at least that's maybe me trying to like dig, dig deep and grab some more out of this film than is there. But I, I kind of like that idea. It's like maybe everyone else is kind of living in hovels and the Fremen are kind of bouncing around and living in caves. And here's these people with this beautiful blue tile and everything. Cause they have water and it's, it's like they can live in that luxury. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I, and then I, I can see that. It's just well, yeah. Like wealthy people here, like have like gold and stuff, like in their house, because that represents wealth. Whereas for here, blue would represent wealth because it represents water. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. That's so. That's the the shout out Mapes that's played by Linda Hunt. If yeah. you guys see a picture, you know, um, who's you, the uh, from uh, and, uh, Incredibles? Yeah. Looks Edna just Mode. like her, Edna Mode. I'm pretty sure that that character... It's got to be modeled off her, right? I'm pretty like, sure it is. <laughs> it yeah. looks just like yeah. her. <laughs> well, and like if you look up another... Are you looking at her Wikipedia page that I got shows her, her picture? pulled up, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I, I've, I'm I've, i pretty sure that I read somewhere that, that she was uh, designed after um, this person. Oh, it ha- yeah, it has to be. Yeah, because if not... Because, I mean, she's also a midget, right? Where, I mean, she's a, a, a little, little person. person. Uh, I um, think if you... Yeah, if you look up Linda Hunt, you'll recognize exactly who she is. Like, yeah, absolutely. You'll well, I mean, saying Edna Moan. Yeah, yeah. What is going on with these? <laughs> like, this the the these weird tears. I don't know what green has to do with anything in this movie. There's so much of it, though. Green? The color. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I've yeah. seen it like on the wardrobe, like that whole room was like bright green. The Atreides flag is like black and green. Yeah. Uh, I guess, but like it's not it's nowhere else, you know? Like green is like oh I love how this 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 scene is so bright and it's made to look like it's supposed to be like a penis. pitch black. That's dude, there's a lot of phallic images oh, entering yeah. and entering rooms. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Through small holes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is the seeker. Uh, goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm telling you, there's oh, some guy back cut. there just making noises with his mouth. This is the yeah. least exciting scene ever, and this is like again referring to the book. I'm reading. I'm like, it's a tense scene in the oh, book. Yeah, like, it's extremely tense. This guy's trying to do like he's like whispering his way through this one. Yeah, it's so odd. 
And I honestly feel like if you just is this took his out- inner monologue? Yeah. It is whispering to himself. Yeah. yeah. This is bad. Yeah, and honestly, if you just took that out, this there's probably some suspense here. I th- still think it goes on too long because I just don't care about anything in this movie. But the fact, like, <laughs> oh my god, is this the view from inside? From the, inside. The oh thing. my god, I didn't even realize this. I don't think the first couple times I you probably fell asleep. Realize. Yeah. Look at the, yeah, it's like he's staring like right at the eye. It's just so goofy. Like, it's like I I, I just don't know why what what so you just like the added natural reaction. Like I'm grabbing that thing. Yeah. Well, that's the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, like, nah, man. this is not floating around me no more. I think this that, is really taking. A I long think that time. David Lynch, he's like, I have a lot of very usable hunter seeker uh, footage. I have to put all of it in the film. He saves the shout out mapes. I uh, just. I love uh, Franklin Herbert and like the names he came up with things are so cool. Yeah. I, I, I like the shout out Mapes is just a cool thing to say, regardless of how poorly that character is portrayed in this movie. She's really neat in the book and it's just a neat, it's a neat name. You know, and I keep, we keep ragging on Kyle McLaughlin. Um, he's actually really great in uh, Twin Peaks. I really enjoy That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, this is supposed to be a commentary on, on Dune. And it's like, yeah, this guy is really good in other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, have you heard of Jean-Luc Picard? Like, <laughs> Patrick Stewart is much better in everything else he's done than Dune. Like, Oh, God. Yeah. I don't even think he's like terrible in this, but but all he's also barely are, in it. Like yeah, and his scenes are 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 ultra. Oh, ultra that guy's goofy. got puke all over him. Yeah, he's got horga sleep now, powder now the dad all over is, his now, face. <laughs> now the dad's whispering. Everyone's whispering so much. I feel like, yeah, if, if anybody actually listens, they're just going to keep hearing us like, wow, this is a commentary of size. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But is he? I don't remember. So, you know, I, I think we talk about in our Blade Runner commentary, a lot of the technology in that is kind of endearing and interesting to look at because it's all this like real old school, like analog technology. And when they carry that over into like Blade Runner 2049, it's still like kind of has that charming like aspect to it. This is like really wacky technology in it. I hope they just use it and, all and in the new movie. You yeah. think so? I hope they do. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I re- yeah, I really hope that they all have like little uh like speaker collars on. Yeah. <laughs> what the little what the little heart plugs, the little blood plugs. Yeah, what the stuff. what are those even this is not in the book. I don't remember no, that it's, in the I, book. From what I remember it's not, but I don't know why you would have it in the book. I don't know why you, you they made it a thing in this movie. It doesn't I think the idea is that the Baron can kill anyone like instantly, which is weird because that's just true in general. Yeah, you're the most powerful person in this building. Yeah, yeah. of course you Let can just order planet. someone to kill you. Like. Yeah, exactly. You, you're literally like in the presence of a mentat too. So because like. he does it to Thufir later, he puts the little plug in him, and he's like, "Oh, you might have noticed your plug. I can kill you at any time." He's like, "Yeah, all the guns around you probably could do it too." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all the guards around? Yeah. I imagine I could yeah. be killed at any moment. Uh, yeah, I need a, a fail save. The little blood, you know, plug doesn't really matter. <laughs> Golly, that would be amazing if Denis Villeneuve worked all this stuff in his <laughs> new one. 
He's like, I didn't actually read the book. He's like, I just watched the movie. And, you know, like, you know, when you're in high school, you don't want to read the book, so you just watch the movie. Oh, God. It's all yeah. Good. Yeah, this Could is... you imagine? Yeah, like, this if, is Dune, the cliff notes. Yeah. <laughs> Cal- like, when Calvin's going through film school, he's like, they're like, I want you to read the book and then, like, imagine what the film would be. And you just watch the, the movie instead. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, the aliens at the beginning are great. Your teacher would be like, wrong. Absolutely yeah. wrong. Not in the book. Yeah. I guess I did that backwards. You should have... We should have watched. Should have watched the movie and then, but you read the book instead, and then you got it all wrong. Yeah, I I did that joke backwards. <laughs> I I think I understood what you were trying to yeah, say. Anyways, yeah. I laughed regardless, so that should I appreciate be that. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much here going on. I I do wonder if they're going to be able to pull. Obviously, although well, the fact that they do have. Um, twice as much running time yeah it's supposed to, and it's a two-part that's what i mean yeah. Oh, like, okay yeah 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 so oh, they yeah for a minute i was like oh this the new one's gonna be four hours long right so i mean this is 216 and the new one is 235 yeah so we've already got 20 more minutes for just the first part yeah i i am interested to find out where they cut off the the first part of the new film but well i think it's gonna be in right right where we are right now, right where we are at the, what, what is this like, how far, how, how close are we to being done? Dude, not even. We have so at least like, an hour. We're an, we're an hour left. in. I feel like this is where the two hours and 35 minutes is going to be up So you here. think the, the Baron overrunning the Atreides like household will be the end of the first? Yeah, okay. I, I think so. Well, not quite because it's going to show some of uh, Paul and Jessica escaping. And yeah, I think, yeah. There might be the one fight that uh, Paul has with that one dude. That's what I think. That's where I think it's going to end. Yeah. Where he gets the Chris knife and he fights the guy. Yeah. That's yeah. where I think the uh, the new movie is going to end. Yeah. Because then you have uh, UA uh, killing um, Peter or Piter. Piter, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love this idea. It's just, yeah. I don't know why he's being dramatic here. He's like, we're about to be descended on by Harkonnens. Like, uh, like I don't know. He's just like, I need to get as much information into your head as you can. Like, I'm going to pull out one of your teeth. Just stick this, and I'm going to stick this in here. And if you want to kill the Baron, you have the option now. Like, I think this is such an interesting part of the story, though. Like, yeah. Just, just like, oh, he just took out his whether or not so it looks easily. weird or not, or it's acted well or not. The idea that like. Uh, Dr. Yui is so driven to get revenge on the Baron. Like, he knows he can't do it himself, but he's going to use uh, the Duke to get, like, his uh, revenge because the Tooth is going to release that gas and, and kill the Baron. And so he's willing to go so far to, like, get that revenge on the Baron that he's going to, like, turn his back and, and sacrifice the Atreides family. And that's how he kind of, uh, they got past that conditioning that he has, you know? Uh, but I think that's like that. It's a super interesting part of the book. It's like maybe the only really interesting part of this movie. Unfortunately, it's just not like handled very well. But I love like that that kind of idea of I'm willing to get revenge so bad that I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice these this family that's been so close to me. You know. Yeah, and it's made very clear in the book that he's almost positive that his wife has been killed. Yeah, but yeah. the idea that she is alive is been dangled in front of him. Yeah. Oh, the weirding modules. The weirding modules. Like, that's the thing he's concerned about, about, like, their entire... Like, what is going on? There's a little CGI shot there. Did you see that ship come in? That was a little CGI one there. 
you you would have thought that they would have used more or some. I'm kind of glad they didn't. That would really, really date this and make it look... It doesn't look great already. Yeah, but. I was about, what do you mean date it? Like, we're already, like, when they're riding the worms and, like, they're, I mean, they're even that. At least it's sparing. That like, that I, I'm glad it wasn't, like, a lot of stuff. This is goofy. Like, again, like, all of the Seldoka are, like, dressed like that in, you know, their little... I don't know what to, like... How do you even describe that? The Sardaukar? Yeah. What did you say? Seldoker. That's oh what he God. says. He says Sardaukar. No. I'll bet you $4. No, the, like, the Baron already said it. Sardaukar. No. Yeah. Yeah. They look like... Uh, when Sardaukar. They, when, they, when they march out of that, they remind me of, like, uh, like the Nazis in um, Kung Fury, just, like, rows of Nazis walking out. It, <laughs> it, it, it almost looks... Because, like, that movie is supposed to look, like, older, like, 80s and stuff like that, so they almost mm-hmm. look the same. Like, Yeah. They really captured that effect in that movie. Kung Fury is great. I just don't get this either. I'm pretty sure... I don't think the Baron ever saw Jessica, right? In the book? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, he talks about, he's like, oh, I wanted to take you, but I already promised you to Piter. So. Mm, yeah, I don't remember that then. He does something really, really gross coming up. Which is just, yeah, it's also like, I don't think that was in the book. No. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't think it is. Yeah. Maybe somehow the written word just seems more classy to me. And then seeing it in this trash ass film, I'm just like, oh, gross. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think. I just don't think. Like, I think I would have been like visual. Like, it would have been. He's such a good writer. I would have been like. He wouldn't say that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that the Baron is like. I don't get the sense that he is, like. <sighs> what like, the? Why did he just, yeah, so he just spits on her face. Like, I don't. I never imagined him like that. Like, I imagined him being fat and uh, and uh, a sadist and those types of things. Um, like a narcissist, but I never really got him like disgusting. Yeah, like disgusting, disgusting. Like I don't remember the boils and things on his face. I think it might be kind of mentioned that he has the scars or like whatever. Or, like no, I think it's vis- more a thing for this movie to be like, hey, these are the bad guys, and we're gonna let you know they're the bad guys because they're gross. Right. Yeah. That's like it. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. There's nothing clever about any of the characters. He's all playing with the dude's spit on her face. Yeah, oh, yeah it's right. just like still hanging there on the bridge of her nose. Oh. <laughs> he's good at playing creepy guy because he's great as Grima. Yeah, the worm thing, you know, is really flows with him. Oh, that guy just <laughs> fucking. What was that? <laughs> oh yeah, I love this. Like this. Hand motion. Yeah. Hand motion. Oh no, no, no! It's because uh, this is the deaf. Um, that's the deaf guard who's going to take him because they don't want the Jessica to use the voice on him. So that makes sense, actually, that he's doing all the oh, kind of sign yeah. language like that. For the one thing they didn't o- explain enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm just now gathering that. That's oh. uh, that's <laughs> him doing sign language to, because yeah, they they wanted a guard who wouldn't uh, succumb to the voice. I just figured it was like. It's just weird because they've over-explained everything else at this point. How could they have possibly they miss missed that, something? Yeah. Something very important as such as that. I don't even understand that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, a big thing about the weapons in the book is like if you use the guns that they have against mm-hmm. the shields they have, it essentially causes a giant explosion. Yeah. So basically, 
no one uses shields and no one uses guns because they're afraid that that combination is just going to kill everyone. Which yeah. is kind of an interesting, unique way to get around the whole like people do hand hand combat and people use like yeah like weapons yeah uh, like uh, like like blades and stuff rather than shooting at each other. That's actually a really interesting part of the book that this film misses out on. I really hope that that's an aspect of the new movie. Yeah, I'm hopefully they're not. Hopefully they just create the weirding way as being like an actual fighting tech. I don't even know why he thought that it wouldn't translate well to film. Like they just fight well. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. That's all you need to show it as even. They even mention it in this, like later you'll see, you'll see Jessica where she moves around and like gets behind one of the Fremen and they're like, oh, she has the weirding way. Yeah. So they already translated it one time. Yeah. And then their, their next explanation is to do a, a a sound weapon. Oh my God. This movie is fucking wild. (laughs) Oh wait a minute! It doesn't understand. So its wait own a minute! Content. No, 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 no! So those are not the one that he was doing sign language to. Is not one is of he the not guards. In there? No, because that's uh, that's the that's the dude. Um, the the, the deaf one that you you were saying is the guy that played uh, Pete Martell. That's Jack Nance. Oh Neither of these two are Jack Nance. Yeah. This movie has no idea what it's. Okay, about. what that? Yes. Okay, so I have no idea why he was doing that then, because I don't think he is deaf. Well, I think I think for that scene. It was supposed to be that translated from the book, and then they forgot to have him in this ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love how their their suits are like they're supposed to look like like faux leather, but they're also like repurposed like I don't know, like polyester. I know we've. Do you think that the, they could just have him say stuff? Do they need to have an effect on the voice? I that, think it does could that be, work at all for you guys? I think it could just be like a like add like a uh, a lower yeah, undulating have to be that. bass tone to the yeah. you know you don't you have to you don't have to modulate it so much but just Where double is she? or even yeah. like double track yeah. the the vocals for it so have a dub of him uh, saying it as well because then it creates a weird effect um, <laughs> rather than just like making it cheesy. <laughs> just <dead. laughs> yeah. oh, oh a poisoned blade because poison works immediately like that. There's a couple scenes later on in the movie where they use the voice, and I'm just like, oh, this is so distracting. Mm. It's just so weird. Like, yeah. Buns. Buns. Well, and then, like, that effect, you can still hear it, whatever that modulation they're doing to it is even, like, carrying out when they're breathing. Like, you can hear it. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's, yeah. I also don't know why he all of a sudden, like, yeah, like, yeah I need to attack him. Yeah, now. I need to attack him because he's clearly, you know, She's not listening like, to everything hey, we're land saying. Hey, the ship. You fucking, yeah, you ruined the whole thing there, buddy. I hate, okay, and I hate everything about Jessica's character from here on because she's like a source of like stability and power and she's such a great, well-written character who's like in in utter despair and turmoil over her husband having died and she's just... And so there's a lot of uh, of inner tor- turmoil in her character where she's like upset, but she's using her her training uh, to stay calm. And here she's just like flailing around the whole time, like, oh, it's the sand. <laughs> ah, it's just like I. Just... I think they could have used her a lot better as like a, a mentor guide to Paul, which she's not really in this at all. Like. And it's kind of similar in the book where all of a sudden he just kind of has powers. But I think she still helps him along with that. Yeah. And she's still like a, an important piece, you know, and she's also not like just acting like 
someone who who doesn't know how to survive. You know, that's the She's, problem. She seems totally helpless in this. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and that's not who she is. This movie, um, people want to complain about, uh, like Ray, uh, in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, being a, a Mary Sue, uh, a, a Paul Atreides. Mary should Sue. Be. Yeah, Mary Sue is like a character from Star Trek who like can just do anything. Like has a lot of. She like is just a big problem solver, mm. and so it's just like a term that got coined somehow. And they're like, they're like, oh, Ray is a like a Harry Potter. Yeah, just like someone who like, oh, just always has the answers, always does the right thing, can always yeah. get out of any situation. And what I think would be more appropriate is any male character who just is ultimately powerful and can do anything at any time. Uh, that's Apollo Trades because he just gets his powers and he can do kind of anything in this. Yeah, and I love, but I love in the book how they treat it as it's, yeah, he's super, oh my God. <laughs> I, hate, I hate how they decided to do this. Like the whole, the whole room filled with poison gas last time in the, in the book and he had to, but he had to pull out like a, oh my gosh. It's like a slow thing too. He doesn't just like breathe it out, you know, like right into his face, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it happens really quickly, but he yeah. doesn't like ex- expel it like that. It's yeah, I mean, it's essentially invisible, and they realize like almost too late that it's happening. This, it's like mm-hmm. this noxious gas you can see, you know. But yeah, what I love about like Paul being super powerful. Oh my gosh! Yes, what <sighs> is this? God, this guy's so goofy. It just doesn't even fit with the tone. Like, it's a decent, like, there's a way of shooting that where it feels like he's gloating over it and it's not melodramatic. But they just chose all of the wrong camera angles. It goes on too long. They cut another uh, They cut another shot of it into, into it as well. But so, like I was saying, the good thing about the book, because that's <laughs> where all of the good things I have. Yeah. Um, is it's not concerned whether or not Paul is all powerful. It's that Paul knows he is super powerful, but sees the end in such a way as um, what he will become, and it's a bad thing. Like that's the whole that's the whole point is how this character is trying to prevent becoming that thing, despite all of this knowledge and this power that he's gained. That's so much more engaging and compelling like i don't even care that he just you know, mows through all of his objectives and beats everyone because we it's kind of like because of princess arulan's um uh introductions for every chapter and all of those things like it we we know what's going to happen it's just like this whole book is just like it's not it's happening in past tense yeah essentially and so, yeah and so that's that's very obvious so it it's setting up all of these major themes for later in the series where we're talking about like what it means as being like the god emperor of dune which is the next book um but i those, think in yeah. terms of a movie like this it just essentially it seems like every problem is solved because paul can just do anything you know yeah exactly and the second moon here we go like but I set up payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's weird when people complain about like woke culture being like, oh, we need to have female protagonists who can do anything. And we need to be mad at the character Ray and, and little girls who look up to a, a female protagonist in, in a, a fucking Star Wars movie, which is a fantasy sci-fi. This isn't like. Yeah, yeah they're it, all terrible characters going back all the way yeah. to the original trilogy. You can say the same thing about Luke. It's not it's not the fact that it's woke or anything. It's the fact that all of our characters in uh, mainstream cin- cinema are made the same way and they're all 
terrible. You just don't like it because now it's not a man. Yeah. So that says more about you than it does about. Have you guys cinema. seen that interview with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. when he talks about Star Wars and like the new ones and like how people hate it because it's like Ray or whatever? He's like, he's like, these are fucking made for kids. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, this is for a new generation of kids. It's like you're just pissed off that it's a girl now. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, That's it. Go back and like the original trilogy uh, is bad. The second one is just as bad. The third one is objectively worse because J.J. Abrams literally said, like, we probably should have had a plan when we sat yeah. down and made these. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, so that's like Ben's character, thing, like in the new ones, like, dude, they have so much potential to make such a good character out of him. Yeah, or at least some like, comic side. And then instead, all he does is Ray! For three movies. For three movies. <laughs> We're My talking gosh. through this. Do you guys have any idea what any of the imagery in these uh, dreams mean? Like, what does the hand reaching out mean? Like, the floating hand? I don't remember. I missed that part. But obviously, there was the fetus, and that's the, you know, Jessica's child. What's Aaliyah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember the, the rest of it. Because, again, like, uh, you're relying on, on things that... We're, we're, we're expecting to be told everything in this film because that's that's the only way any of this works. So the fact that something is there that doesn't make sense, I think is a misstep. Yeah. Like, why, I'm waiting for you to explain it to me. I, I can't put any of these pieces together because you haven't given me all of the pieces. Yeah. Which is incredible. It's weird. Like, it's weird how this film will spell itself out for you most of the time. And then, like, the dream sequences, some of them, like, I don't know what you mean by any yeah. of this. Like the the hand moving across, it's just it's just an open palm moving. I I don't, I don't really know what that means. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of it either. Maybe it has something to do with. No, I have no idea. I'm not going to speculate. Yeah. This movie doesn't deserve better interpretations right. of what it's trying to say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, and this is straight up Lion King. Straight up fucking took yeah, this from it, this even movie. Even the music feels like oh, it, right? Yes, the music. Even I was like, oh my god, it's Simba looking up at the clouds. Um. And Mufasa is like, well, I don't remember. Oh. It's, it's your destiny or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, oh, it sounds The whole like entire it. movie of Lion King is a bait and rip off from some like Japanese like cartoon. Well, it's Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but Jane is right. There's, yeah. there's one. Like, it's like literally the exact same Yeah, it's movie. something in the White Lion or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's, which it's, is it based is like, on, I'm sure it's based on Hamlet Yeah, well, yeah probably, too, probably. Yeah, but, but it's okay. like, it is the exact same movie. Oh my gosh. Disney. You wouldn't, I, you wouldn't waste is, water like that. Yeah. Not on Arrakis. Ugh, this irritates me so much because Liet Kine's death in the book, I feel, is, A, it's heartbreaking because you think he's, you don't think he's going to die because he, he's given the, he's, ha he's having all of those internal thoughts and then he gets, uh, the spice explodes, whatever. But it's, 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 cool it's, so, costume, it's so important and we've just kind of, we don't even establish that he dies here. Yeah. It's just kind of it, assumed. Yeah. You could have him pop back up, yeah. Yeah, or at least show him die. Like he deserves yeah. that for at least making something of this. <laughs> yeah, the fear. Ugh. Dude, why is the '80s so bad at villains? Like, why is the '80s so bad at everything? Why can they not make a good movie in for an entire decade? Like, why was that? Like, how was that possible? <laughs> we have a we have a podcast coming out about the fly, which to me, I when you guys when that comes out, you guys didn't like it as much as I did. That is at least like there are, uh, there feels like there's characters in it to me. From the fly. <laughs> yeah. but, I think uh, if you cut that movie up into three sections, then maybe. And then we can, we can kind of assume that there's character development in between the sections. I think there's, I think that Jeff Goldblum has, is multidimensional. He's not one thing. Every bad guy in this is one thing and that's it. Yeah, but the, they're not, it's, he's not multidimensional in a way that makes, makes sense. Like, the, 
for people, yes. Like people can act different on day to day, but that's not how you set up characters within in a narrative. They need to they need to um, be kind of self-contained in a way. Like this is how I've set up their their values and their mannerisms, and this is how they act. Most people don't actually act that way like when they get to a situation it's the uh idea of uh fae so fundamental attribution error the the concept that we don't actually um the like how often you think that you behave in a way that uh falls in line with your values so okay. let's say like you think that 80 percent of the time you're doing uh what you're doing because of that's that's who you are it's not about the context or at least that's what we say about other people, like why someone ran uh, a red light. That's because that's just who they are. But when you run a red light, well, that's because I was I was really late or like, oh, I, I sneezed right before it. Suddenly, like, oh, I thought I was going to make it through on the yellow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly context matters a lot more, but we assume that it doesn't for other people. So really like our... You got to try to take your brain out of that, man, I feel like. I know, but there's yeah. like, but the thing is, is like how we create characters yeah. is we think that it's, it's like the 80% thing. They need, if you've said that they have these values, these mannerisms, they need to fall within that spectrum that nothing can really fall outside of who they are. And I don't think that's what Jeff Goldblum's character does. I think he goes through too many changes that are would be normal for a real human, but not within a narrative. My main point, he's much more nuanced than the Harkonnens in this. Yeah, he's not <laughs> spitting on... No, that's not true. He is spitting on people. I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I just want to plug that episode because I think it's a good one. Um, I mean, here they are running from the worm, and we just don't care. Like, that's a reused shot of the worm dying. That is, that's the same one, yeah. Yep. Totally is. And it's just... It's goofy, and... There is no semblance of real danger going on here. When did Tremors come out? I wonder how much that took from from this film. Yeah, it came out in 1990, so the well, effects in that are great. Yeah, the Tremors is awesome. They, they do a better worm effect than, than Dune does. I mean, it had six years of worm advancement. Uh, special effects <laughs> technology, but uh, Ugh. you know the scene in uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park Lost World when they get chased by the T Rex into like a little cave under a waterfall, and it's like Jeff Goldblum's there with like his daughter and his girlfriend, and like one of the dinosaur scientists or whatever, one of the paleontologists, mm. and the T Rex like has its face come in. It, like it's snout and it's like it licks one of them and then the paleontologist freaks out and he runs out that's what that scene reminds me of it's like the worm is right there like, yeah. at the the entrance to the little cavern there oh, he's falling <laughs> so like, far oh there he goes i love how he crushes rocks with yeah. his own body weight uh, don't worry man you're harder than rock yeah i was about to say it doesn't matter just let the thing hit you yeah that well, no, rock better yeah. watch out <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's just how can it be fast at sometimes when it's a tiny model and then when they have to have the bigger model out it's so slow like <laughs> yeah. you need to have continuity with your creature you know yeah. the worm the spice blah 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 something something don't care especially since we don't they don't i don't even think they actually talk they 
make the connection in this film. Like they keep talking about it like being a, a really necessary thing, like which is further expanded in le- in some in the later books, as far as I know. But they don't even really give you the answer here. If I, I don't remember, I think they really give you the answer in the book either. But that's the thing. It's like, it's like there is like they, a vague but, connection. Yeah, but really we're not concerned it. with figuring it out in the book because it's a series. But yeah. here, this movie like is trying to do everything all at the same time. Yeah, they could have left that out. Yeah, yeah, make make it more about Paul and well, I guess it's already all about Paul, but it's too much about Paul, which is crazy because there's too many people in this movie. I'm I'm kind of wondering how they're gonna do it because the the one that's coming out is like star studded, huge cast. Yeah, massive yeah. cast. I think as long as you give it enough screen time, I I think it's possible. You know, that's really the difference. Okay, so this is uh oh, what's his name? Where is Stilgar on this thing? Uh, so this is Everett McGill. He plays uh, Ed Hurley in uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yep. Oh, I was going to guess it. Is yeah. he really? Yep. Oh, I thought you were messing. No, <laughs> I yeah. I was going to say everyone was in Twin Peaks. I mean, like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like Everybody is in Twin Peaks. Was David Lynch involved in Twin Peaks? Did he? He made Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that's the that's the whole point. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've I haven't watched it. I'm not a big buff on it or anything. Yeah, I've yeah, never seen that movie. So. It's oh, it's, oh, it's a, a series. It's yeah. a series. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fun. They're like it's very dated in '90s things. It's kind of mysterious. Um, I mean, the character Coop. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, where uh, Jessica uses the weirding way. So just have him teach the weirding way to the Fremen. Why do they need to be like, let's get modules, weirding modules. It yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, at least call it something other than the weirding module then, because that's even dumber in a science fiction movie. Like we have we have so many of these like weird like technology things and then all of these weird fantasy elements that aren't really in the book. Why did yeah. I I'm not I don't claim to know how to do special effects or anything like that, but there is a level of understanding, like how you saturate colors. Yeah, the eyes. Are the eyes are the eyes do not match. Like, essentially, they're glowing at night. Yeah, like yeah. The, the how saturated they are. Like they should. Except still when you're like far enough away, down. where they don't have to use it. Yeah, I love how like the moment like it cut away to yeah. the further out. Like she doesn't have blue eyes anymore. And, oh, and now it's right like now, now yeah. it's like really yeah. It's like it looks like someone went into. You know like, what it looks like is um. Wait, why does Paul have blue eyes know, right now? But they look like White Walkers. Yeah, they do. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, okay, like, I was like, yeah, no, like yeah. am I stupid? No, he just he just had blue eyes. Okay, yeah. I think they're just like, like we're just gonna color everyone into kind of like a yeah, coloring. The guys book, in the like, background oh, don't have blue eyes right now. Yeah. <sighs> it's just so irritating that like that's how like, it's it's a jumping mouse. In, yeah. In in the book, Paul Muad'Dib or Muad'Dib, and that is 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 more interesting than the moon. I don't yeah. know why they have a specific. Yeah, I don't know why they changed. Oh, the that's moon. why the hand, because the handprint is on the second moon, and that's oh, okay, okay. literally all. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I thought I was. I thought I was just misunderstanding that because I was like, oh, it looks like a hand on the moon. Earlier, I was thinking that to myself. I was like, that doesn't mean anything. No, I guess it means, it still means almost nothing, but. Mm. 
I love all of his names. What do you guys think of all the titles that Paul gets? Because you know he's he's the Duke now. Uh, he's uh, the Koisatz Haderach. Mm-hmm. He's Moadib, and then he becomes the Lizan Al Gaib. Mm-hmm. Like, is it ever enough for this guy? Like, uh, yeah, him and Daenerys have pretty good rivals. <laughs> <It's> totally, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I. I wonder how much of that, like, the breaker of worms. I wonder how much of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I wonder how much of that title was maybe inspiration because this came out before oh, Game yeah, of Thrones. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I wonder, or I'm sure like Ice and George R. R. Martin's like read the book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like too, it's 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 more of a convention of uh, like a lot of older uh, political figures, like in uh, like medieval times. Like yeah, having multiple ti- titles. It's like kind of that, having so. that like lore surrounding them makes yeah. them more prestigious, you know, and especially within. It shows how they are to each different culture that they come in contact with. Oh yeah. So I think that's that's an interesting way of doing uh, of going about it. Obviously, here it's very confusing because there's just not enough time to like establish why each of these names are different, you know. And I don't know why. Like, I don't oh, even yeah. even know if you need to put in Usul into this one because yeah, Usun, what, what Chani calls him, Usul. Like that's that's his siege yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. That's like what she just calls him, though. Right. Yeah, he's got another name. But yeah, I, they have a cow, dude. This scene is crazy. He just pulled out his tongue and oh, like, lingua is delicious. So. Have you had cow tongue tacos? Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, it's awesome. It, no, I've had uh, I've had cow tongue pot roast and stuff too, dude. It's great. I have cow tongue in my freezer right now. Really, it's really good. It's yeah. just waiting to waiting to thaw it out. Man. It's <laughs> so so tasty. How does everybody keep getting sweatier? You know, why is Raban like literally Look at the facial expressions this guy is making. <laughs> but this this is another like Wonka scene to me. Yeah. He's like floating around the room. Uh, every like, every scene oh, this guy yeah. has been in so far, I'm like, oh, this is Willy Wonka. It's really irritating, like, okay, let's paint his fingernails because we gotta make him effeminate and that's bad. And that's a part of the character. It's so irritating to me. Like he has boils on his head. He pulled out heart plugs. I don't think the fingernails painting doesn't do anything, anything for me. Yeah. Like, I, know, so like I was that. like, okay, this guy's like favorite fighter, Chuck Liddell or something. What's going on? <laughs> oh my God. I forgot he did that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he does funny. not look good. <laughs> I saw a picture of him. Oh, he really aged. He's age like, yeah, oh, he's like, yeah. He's like, he also barely got, got the Mohawk now. And he just got arrested for domestic violence. Yeah. He's like not a, a fighter getting arrested for domestic yeah. violence. Oh, wow. Crazy. What a yeah, yeah, first, right. first time for everything. Okay. This, okay. Shout out Christy Mac. What is going on here? <laughs> okay, <laughs> with with sting, sexy sting in this, and he's like, look, he raises his eyebrow, and like, I I don't <laughs> why. Uh, I I just don't even understand what's happening with this shot. Like, clearly, these people are not in the same room as each other, even though they're being cut that way. So, what was he directing uh, Sting to do right here? Just oh, no, just stand sexy. there and make this dude come in his pants is what it looks like. Yeah. It's just like... Like... like Hey, they're on like, Tatooine. Yeah, look at that. They're outside, which is stupid. That's never in the book, specifically because it's too hot. I don't know if you noticed in the beginning, they said that the, the temperature, where when they first went to the first, uh, like... Uh, sand harvest whatever to get the spice yeah the harvester yeah yeah they said that the the temperature was 350 degrees kelvin there's 175 degrees fahrenheit did they say that really they literally said that in this movie this movie this movie does not track its own continuity yeah there's no way you would ever be outside 
at all in the first place like, in in like, let alone the fact that yeah. like you're trying to conserve water you yeah you cannot survive on the surface they with the sun explicitly is out. talk about how like they only they typically only travel at night it's only during the day like if they have to like mm-hmm Oh, the screaming here. I don't remember what this... Uh... Uh, this is their... She's... Jessica's going to become the new... Um, Reverend Mother. Reverend Mother for the Fremen. Yeah. But I don't understand. I don't remember what the... Uh... Yeah, I don't remember what the uh, tra- tradition is called here. Like what the sexual ritual was. Oh, I don't remember the name of it either. I just know it's like the whole point is like... A, she figured out how to pick the poison apart to make it like where it wouldn't kill her i guess yeah. and that's love, what essentially paul has to do later to yeah. prove he's like really the quasats had her ex so yeah i love in the book like she's talking about like how what's going on in her mind is like it's it's the old reverend mother like fusing like like giving all of her memories and 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 her identity to jessica and that's when they see and she sees uh there's Ali- like another consciousness yeah. with them and yeah. that's the daughter yeah and it, the, what they the do reverend in this mother is just have a out. creepy fetus yeah yeah, it makes no sense. But like, she freaks out because like, we what have we done by doing this? Yeah, like you didn't tell us you were pregnant. Well, this one of my favorite shots of the whole movie because no other shot is like that in the whole movie. Like them going down the stairs, like that point of view shot. Yeah, there's not there's not a single shot like that in the film. Yeah, shaky. that's the only one. And then and then it goes back to your you know, that's a legit cat in there. Yeah, look at that. And it's and it's, a it's just a weird shot un- selection. It's completely like, why unnecessary. Would you put that in? Yeah. Oh, and there's yep, Jack Nance <laughs> eating something. I kind of like to think maybe this is like a a weird take on like Schrodinger's cat, where it's like if he dies, the cat dies. Maybe they were trying to go for some symbolism with that, but this scene makes no goddamn sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a it's a it's a very it's, it's a very loose take on that, but <laughs> that's that's the only thing I can gather from this scene. Yeah, I suppose I guess that's. Where is the rat for again? I don't remember that. Oh, this is so weird. Just to milk the cat. This is to me a big example of like. Just have your. Just, I have nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah, yeah. Why is his shirt open like that? Just to show the heart plug. So Tufir's like not really kind of doing much in this, but then he has this voiceover right here. His face doesn't match that that narration at no. all. Oh yeah, no. That's I think why it's, he, I think that's one of the bigger problems too. Is like if if you are gonna have these these terrible narrations. Why not at least have them match up? You see what it looks like on screen. It doesn't need to be directly from the book like you're doing it. Like, that's what I'm saying is I think people were intentionally told, like, do not emote during the scene. Do not emote because we're just going to have the voiceover later. And it, it's awful. Well, and it's and weird because he's that to clearly me is like the emoting. worst culprit of it. Like that to me, that scene is is the worst representation of that. Where his face, he's not emoting anything well, that he's he, saying in his head. Yeah, but he is emoting. That's the that's the weird thing. Is like they're clearly telling him to do something, and then going in the yeah, opposite direction. Doesn't line up. With the, Nothing uh, lines up. <laughs> Why are we whispering? What are we talking about? Holy, war- uh, you, they haven't even mentioned the jihad in the whole th- in this whole thing, and so that line doesn't mean anything. 
You know, the jihad is everything that he saw in his future visions right. in the book. Harkonnens. I heard yeah. um I heard there's maybe some controversy if they're gonna use jihad in the new movie because there's still maybe kind of a it's stigma a stigma around. You I think know. it's a really loaded thing to put into your film. Like I, I, I know what it means and I think it's probably a better idea to steer away from it because it would probably be distracting when you are talking about something that's completely outside of um our our human world currently. Yeah. But I wonder like what would it be what would be a better Crusade word for it? is is what I've seen. So Which is interesting because that I feel like It's also terrible. Yeah, it's also terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like So I kind of I kinda of wonder is like uh, have we moved far enough as a society to be like you can use these terms and not associate them with like these don't always have to do with like terrorism. Like uh, you know, it's like this is just a word that means exactly what this film needs it to mean. Yeah, it's a holy war. Yeah. But the thing is, is like it's been so stigmatized because of like the way we look at like uh, Islam in general. Like that's that's all anybody sees when they see that word. It's yeah. just radical terrorist Islam. And I think that's obviously that's not the right thing. Like you it's could like really kind of like, racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it especially, is racist. Especially when every time someone says yeah. jihad, it has to do with terrorism. Like yeah. it is. Like yeah. Not only that, like you could look at the crusades, like from the Christian perspective, like as being jihad as well. So that's the thing. Is like it's Absolutely. not. It's not. It's not limited to uh, just a specific one specific people. religion. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Right. It's just because it's it's white people who associate the crusade with like maybe being a good thing and like spreading the word of God, but somehow yeah. jihad is spreading the word of Allah. And that's I mean, bad, there can't so. be people who think that. What? There can't be people who think they can oh. say <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine that. No I mean, way. just like the mass murder people. That's good. Yeah. It's a good thing. I mean, I just think we that- talked in like midsummer is like people, there are people who are Odinists. Like, yeah. <laughs> That midsummer. How do like goes. how do you like get into your brain like that to where you can just believe terrible things and be like, yeah, that's right. So this is our <laughs> our least. I think it, one of my least favorite things, at least the the weirding module. Honestly, though, like it's so bad that when we get to the uh, the the storming of the the taking back of uh, the palace, it's the only thing that I enjoy in this whole movie. I can't remember where it was when I first watched this, but there's a point like halfway through where my jaw dropped and it locked. Like I literally couldn't pick it back up because I was like, what is going on? Right. Where are we going? Why are you doing these things? And I was just like... blue eyes right now. Yeah. And at this point, Paul should have blue eyes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think he... I mean, he does eventually, yeah. (laughs) Again, where did they get these... (laughs) The barb penis like uh, <laughs> things. <laughs> Why did none of them have blue eyes? Okay, now they, now they go. Oh, yeah, then they, they, they go. go. Oh. They go close that. enough again. Now, now they don't. My name is a killing word. <laughs> so one thing that they do skip is the fight that he has. Yeah, we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, there's one of the Fremen who like they, he's like, nah, I'm challenging this guy. Like, get out of here. You're not Moadib. Like, you're not you're not the uh, Quasats Hatterack. You're not any, you're not anything to us. Yeah. And they skip that fight. And part of what the reason that fight means a lot in the book is because it really endears him to the Fremen because he like they're like, oh, you don't have to accept the challenge. You're not Fremen. He's like, no, I will. 
I'm going to accept it. He's like, I'm, I'm going to become Fremen. Mm-hmm. And that like endears him to the people. And they well, totally kind of, get rid of that. Because they, they also think that of him as uh, being a little wary of him because he he seems to take his time and make sport of fighting because he's not used to fighting without a shield. Right. So he's used to, so his movements are a little slow so he can't deliver the, the killing blow even though he's in position several times within the fight. I just think they say he can't become the leader until like he conquers the worm. But at that point, like there are like uh, Stilgar has already, I mean, mostly kind of been like, yeah, you're the guy. Like, you still have to ride the worm, but like, I, like I'm like one of your lieutenants now. He's like, you're pretty much in charge. Yeah, you just had to finish this final piece. And so in this film, he still has to like continue to prove that, even though I, I just think if they, the fact they skip that part again, cut 45 minutes of of internal narration out of this film. And then you can have that fight scene to kind of endear him to the Fremen, you know? Yeah. I <laughs> I also think it's it's weird here how they didn't acknowledge the the worm writing as being uh, a coming of age thing. Um they make it this very, very important thing for him to do. Because he looks old his... as shit. Like... Yeah. Well, exactly. But that's the thing is like that was that's in the book. Like it was established. Oh, this is hilarious. Um, but it's established that like everyone who's like 12 or 13, like has already done this yeah. thing. And here it's supposed to be very <laughs> like super climactic and uh, and grand novel oh my god look at him yeah going out there oh my god (laughs) he's absolutely just laying on the ground we haven't talked much about the score i think it's so weird in this part and then he's gonna get the spikes in and ride it and then the score picks up again what's like one of those jump ropes so you can like gym class yeah it's it's all plastic or whatever yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh the, just, I talk a lot about how scores working in concert with what you're seeing on screen. Yeah. And this movie does not do that at all. I mean, it's like kind of fine right here. Oh, this is so goofy. Until. Okay, where is it? I know we're about to come up on it. I don't know why the worm ever opens its mouth. Like, this is somehow supposed to be a really epic scene, and it's boring as hell. Yeah. This is the greatest movie of all time. Like, there's just so much slowness to it. Like, that just... That's a fucking jump rope, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly like, what I'm it pretty looks sure like. that's what that, <laughs> that is. is what it yeah. Looks like. yeah. Here's where the score oh, picks up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had okay. this thought when I watched So now this. he has blue eyes. I was like, this would be so much better. Play, like dragon force at this part <laughs> dude because this is yeah. it's, it's almost kind of like kind of that feel that epic kind of rock feel or like it. that the the movie uh heavy metal right yeah, yeah. like that keep in tone with that like that's what you've made it's yeah. from the 80s Go everything is off, awful in this yeah like absolutely like i like the song right there i don't know what this red blood whatever whatever this is stupid i don't remember that being in the book either do you remember that being the book? i don't Pain it, it sort of reminds me of it's reminiscent of the crimson guard or the red guard that the emperor has in star yeah. wars i literally think they're like that yeah I, I think there's a lot of inspiration kind of taken from star wars that got put into this yeah i think they just like let's slap some color on these people so they know who who's good and who's bad and that's literally it which is stupid like there's so much stuff i just 
I definitely think put Dragon Force in this. Yeah, it would make the score <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, like, exactly. Like we just take your 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 eighties. Uh, the like, well, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like fakeness, inauthenticity. Yeah, of everything that's eighties, and turn it all the way up. And you're trying to make something that that isn't here. Yeah, lean into it. Yeah, it, it, the entire eighties aesthetic does not lean towards authenticity. Yeah. The score has been so boring this whole movie. That's like one of the main things I thought about is I was like, how would I make this better? Just just turn it up. Like turn up the goofy because your movie's already weird. So just really amp it up. I, I, I do get... love this costume, not uh not him, but the guy with the mask on with the little tubes. I think there's like I said, I think there's the most interesting parts of this are the costumes to the uh to me. Uh, I think there's some good looks on this. <laughs> just to keep forgetting yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand that they had adapted the uh, the weirding module into cannons for like a few minutes until we got to this part. Because why would you think that? Yeah, it's so dumb. This movie does a good job of making anything that could be cool look really dumb. Yeah. Okay. This is, <laughs> I think this is the part where my jaw dropped because now we've got we have three images. Over like they're just yeah. What is happening? Like ex- things are exploding. He's making out with Chani. We have this weird blue-eyed girl that's like apparently we don't actually like nothing's really explaining. It's not actually introduced that he's uh, that she's um Paul's that fetus sister. That was like yeah, like yeah. that fetus never like was just an image for a long stretch, and then all of a sudden it's like oh there she, now uh, Paul has a sister. Oh where where did that come from? The primordial goop of that little baby image yeah. that we saw. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the dude, look at this goofy, goofy toupee. Like, why couldn't like just make him with hair in the beginning of the movie? That way, he cannot look so silly here with the. He's got like long. He's hair. got a fucking skullet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's rad, it. A skullet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still more attractive than how I imagined Gurney Halleck would look in the book with that yeah. thing. God. Oh, just and, and then and coming back to the pal. Uh, what a yeah. weird sound going on right now. The music like changed so something. drastically, yeah, and it's very bad. Yeah, and it just goes away. You know, I just noticed this. His what he's saying, like his the movements of his mouth, obviously don't match up with the dialogue, and that's why it makes sense that he's using the little communicator i just now noticed that okay oh. that's one clever thing good yeah. on you he's speaking something else and they have like a a translator for it okay okay but the other thing i don't understand is the guild has come here to like tell them like you need to take matters into your own own hands like okay well the only way i can get there is through you oh you're right yeah let's go come on yeah yeah like, you're right that's just like and that's why it wasn't in the book yeah. because it doesn't yeah. make any sense She's like, yeah, you guys have the ships. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like they're, they don't care about Paul. Do, do you see that cutaway? That's the best. Oh, one. yeah. That's like this is like 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 crumpling paper. Like, you did it again. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Which, again. Is- Why'd you even go to that? Why'd you even go there just now? Yeah. 
Yeah, he sees it now. Oh my gosh, how many how many composite in my mind? We keep doing that. But the thing, it's only used here. It's not like a no. It, they used it at like a couple other times. Did they like, use it. Okay. It's like, it doesn't have as like much noise to it in the other scenes. Yeah, yeah it has a sound yeah. to it. Isn't that yeah. odd? Yeah. Like when you see the screen wipes that like Star Wars does, uh-huh. it's just you know it just happens. You have the score going, and mm-hmm. it's such a Star Wars thing to have the the, the wipes yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to have a big sound to it, like. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we make our own Dune adaptation, I'll do that for the wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene. <laughs> uh. And Chani is like such an important character in the book. It here she's just like barely in this movie. Yeah. Barely in it. And when she is, she's just making out with. Uh, yeah, I was like, Paul, is she like, actually like a character, or is she just like a sex? Is doll this not her, her first yeah. scene, like real scene, not kissing Paul? Besides, well, when she introduces herself as Liet's daughter, because I, I don't think she even introduces she up, herself. She pops up in a no, yeah, she says she, she does, does yeah. she, mm. but she pops up in a, a scene a little bit after that, and they're kissing, and then she does that, uh, you know, superimposed over the frame we're already seeing where they're kissing again. Yeah. That's the. F- that's the second scene with Chani in it. Yeah, and now they're making out. And what is going on with this? Oh my gosh, this scene makes me so mad. What is going on? So he decides this is the one where he's just he's gonna drink the water of life, right? Why are it, they in the desert doing it? Well, yeah. Why why are they tying him up? Why is it the day? Why does anybody else know about this? This <laughs> it's it's sacred water for a reason. Like he's not supposed to touch it. Yeah. Again, Ugh. just referring to the book, this is not how it happens at all. And for obvious reasons, this is so stupid. I... And I don't think there's anything about the scene that makes it any cooler than like doing it in like solitary, which is, uh, from what I remember, that's kind of how it happens in the book. He kind of does it on his own. Yeah, we don't even know. Like he's just been in a coma for a month. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then they it... kind of find him and they're like, oh, is he dead? Like what's going on? Yeah. This this doesn't I mean I guess they like skip ahead. There's going to have all the worms pop up. Does that Which make this like so Does that make the scene any cooler? I don't think so. I think it makes it weird as hell. It makes it so goofy. Like we already knew that like we've already established like what kind of character he is, you know, he is a Mary Sue. Like I don't really think we need the chorus of worms to uh to validate his existence. Yeah. Or like his ascension, he literally came into another people group, and as like a sixteen-year-old or however, like, oh yeah, I love the fillings. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna say, mad yeah. fillings, dude. We're in the year. Like, 10- I have zero, and like, yeah. this is weird. We're in the year ten thousand. He's still got fillings. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you think that like they put blue on everybody's eyes. You don't think they could have dabbed a little white on his teeth? (laughs) Let's paint that out. For one moment, even. Ah, yes. And here, all of the worms bowing down to the God Emperor of Dune. The Lizan Al-Gaib. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't hear that. Why? Yeah, that too. Are these all and these just remind me of the worms from Star Wars. Like none of their like eyes the are blue. They just like don't give oh, a shit half asteroid? of the time. Yeah. yeah, why is he and now he's crying blood because obviously he's Jesus. So that's, you know, whatever. And I don't know why Jessica shaved her head now. I don't either. I don't either because uh 
there's like stuff in the book that would suggest that she's still like a really active person. Like she still she doesn't become a reverent mother and then like she's like a, a, a Fremen version of the reverent mother who's like she's not the the same archetype as like the the reverend mother mother who does the uh, uh, the ceremony with uh, Paul at the yeah. very beginning. Like she's not the same as that. She's like kind of a hybrid of it. So. Why would she shave her head and adopt like kind of that uh that archetype? I think is odd. Oh yeah, that was so that was Gaius Helen Mohaim. That that Mohaim. Oh right, right. That's that's what she was. But yeah, like but like she is kind of the same thing because they talk in the book about how the Bene Gesserit are go went around the entire galaxy or whatever the universe is, planting their prophecies and their religions yeah. for all of some greater plan that's never explained in the book yet. So. Yeah, your again. little scrope monster. Again. Oh my god! Yeah, yep. look at him vibing. Just smegman oh, everything. The hand thing. Yeah, it's just spreading the good smegma across yeah. the universe. <laughs> now he's yeah, he's got his blue eyes again. Yeah. Does anyone else? Probably not. Oh, she does. Look at it. Why are they? Why did they hang out in the sun for twenty four hours? I guess that's like I don't know how long the suns are up, but they were they didn't move. The whole time he was, like, there's no footsteps. Because this isn't, yeah, like you said, it's like weeks or months that he's. Yeah, it was like it was like a month comatose, book, yeah. but in here, like, oh, here again, we go I get, again, Lion uh, yeah. King. Father. <laughs> I don't remember that in the book either. The sleeper has awakened. Does it matter? No. It's he's a goofy as shit. Yes. Why? Why? I know. I know. We're we're comparing this to Lion King, like some of those lines. But Lion King came out ten years after. That's what yeah. I mean. Lion King took it from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Which dude? That, that kind of that movie is actually. I mean, if you really look at it, like really bankrupt on ideas. It stole almost everything. Ah, almost everything. Although they had some good songs. And then the the new one that came out is bankrupt on ideas because it literally is a carbon copy of the cartoon. Except it took out all of the fun and charm. Like yeah. imagining like the uh, the the song where um, Scar is singing with all of his hyenas, and it's just like uh, it's, it's just weird. a yeah, it's just a Nat Geo documentary of a lion jumping around, and there's none of the set pieces, none yeah. of the uh, the choreography of the hyenas dancing, the colors, the smoke, the evilness. It's just that was supposed to be kind of a callback to like Nazi Germany and like these are yes. evil and everything and 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 you can identify with that because people recognize that 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 uh, symbolism yeah and they associate those things together which is the point because Scar is evil the hyenas are evil and yeah and, and you they have... totally take that out of the movie which I, I guess maybe the climate we're in now you can't have I mean you that could at least have like a war like yeah you like, could at least have like warlike marching like yeah. that's not that's not specific to Nazi Germany that's just to soldiers and and militants in general yeah like that I don't I don't see a problem with that but the fact that they just were like let's kind of have a little bit of a like a solo song for this dude and he was just jump around and like the, the I think the biggest problem I have with that movie is that besides that like none of the lions or animals emote anything. You absolutely could have created like realistic looking uh, animals, but still given them like human. I human, think that would actually look weird. Emotions, but I yeah, but like I would have been like they they don't mean anything then. Like there's no there's no way to connect with these characters in a way that you connect with like Pixar characters. You know what I mean? That's one one thing I think about animation that really matters is you can 
anthropomorphize them in a way that doesn't distract you. I think if you do mm-hmm. it with like a really kind of realistic looking lion, it doesn't look right. This scene is amazing to me. I actually thought my TV broke <laughs> when it did that. Yeah, when it why did, the, did that happen? When it did the zoom in with the binoculars, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I thought my like I was going to get all those lines in the TV and everything. And then I realized it was just a part of the scene. I thought it broke. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And then the whole discussion about atomics here. Like, obviously, which is important in the book, because like, I think what they said that they're not all they're, they're, it's not extreme taboo. It's like illegal um, to use atomics on people. So they justified it by saying they only used it on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Of all the things, like all the betrayal and all like the nasty backhandedness that should be, you know, considered like out of bounds. Apparently using atomics is like, that's the one thing 